Welcome back to Taco Beers and Sports. This is the first podcast we've done in a while on here. I'm your host, Terrence Sumbler, and I'm back with a new host from Friend of the Third Coast Podcast, Mr. Marshall Shannon. Welcome to Taco Beers and Sports. Hey man, thank you for having me on. It's been uh, it's been a while in the making since we did Third Coast a while back, mm-hmm. and we ended up talking sports for <laughs> like an hour, <laughs> and they were just stuck there listening yeah. to us. <laughs> but we're back today. We're going to get into the NFL draft, a little <clears throat> bit of basketball. You know, even though there's no sports playing right now, we still have some stuff to talk about. Well, that's the good thing with football is like the draft is one of the hypest parts of the year anyway, so you mm-hmm. don't got to play football for it to be really hype right now. Yep. But uh, we're going to start off, uh, have you been watching The Last Dance? The what now? The oh, Last yeah, Dance. Yeah, sorry. I always forget <laughs> what it's called. No, it's been so good. Um, I am, uh, so I watch, I have two teams. I'm from Rochester, New York originally. Everybody's Bills fans up there, but I watched them play, the Bills uh, play when I was a kid. And I was like, that's a trash-ass franchise. I'm not yeah. going to root for them. <laughs> so I saw Elway wax them, and then I was, I've been a Broncos fan ever since. And then the same thing kind of happened because I was started watching basketball right around the time Kobe was really blowing up. And I was like, I don't care what the team is. I want to watch that guy play. Yeah. So I was like, on school nights, you know how uh, the Lakers game is West Coast, so it was always on late, and I'm all the way on East Coast. <clears throat> so a school night, I would try to sneak down after my parents told me to go to sleep, and they went to sleep and turned T, uh, TNT on real low and watched yeah. the uh, Kobe games. That's cool. That's cool, man. And then the last so episode. that last episode, yeah. Yeah, with Kobe Bryant, which was pretty hard to watch, you know. But you, I love when he said, you know, a lot of people didn't like Kobe because he tried to emulate Jordan, but I love mm-hmm. when he said, like, if it there was no Jordan, there would be no me. You could tell, too, because Jordan, um, there's a great little video or gif, probably, that I saw on Facebook where Kobe knocks him over trying to defend him. Yeah. I think he was on the Wizards at the time. So Kobe, like, takes him out and then stands over him for a second. Like, he's Scottie Pippen when Scottie Pippen dunked on that one guy, like Charles Patrick Oakley. Ewing, yeah. Patrick Ewing, yeah. 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 Um, he starts to do that and then, like, stops and starts laughing and Jordan starts laughing and he helps him up. Like, people didn't do that kind of shit to Jordan. <clears throat> And it's because he couldn't fake it. Like, Kobe was that guy who would be angry about losing games. He was never that guy who was like, ah, we'll make the good decision for the team. Yeah. And uh, my brother, he is a big LeBron James fan. So, like. I'm a big, I mean, I'm Lakers fan, so King James. Yeah. And, like, he took, uh, he was on the pod, he was on Third Coast not too long ago. He was comparing uh, uh, LeBron and Jordan. He was Mm -hmm. like, and we had the argument that, like, he's like, Jordan never played the team. But I, I was like, never played the what? He never played like a team in the finals. He said LeBron had to play nah, the Spurs. He played the Jazz, Jazz yeah. team. Yeah, he said he had to play the Spurs and Golden State. I was like, I, I think he played the Suns too, right? I mean, yeah, the Suns had Dan Marley and Barkley, Barkley there Kevin were Johnson. Some, there were some cold teams back then. It's just that they had just expanded a couple times. I can't remember what the teams were. Uh, Orlando, Miami, and then they added. I want to say Hornets, but that, maybe that's yeah, not Charlotte right. Hornets okay. too. And then, uh, so the talent pool, even if you had some good teams, you had some all-time greats during the '90s. I mean, yeah. some dudes who are on the top like 25 players yeah. of all time. Seattle, I mean, Seattle had a great team, mm. and you know, he, and he never played like the only team he played twice in the finals was Utah. So he never had a, he always played a different team. So mm-hmm. you played Golden State four different times. I mean, you, I forgot about fucking Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek. Yeah, uh, he was that was a cold white boy back in the day. Yep, and. and and uh, I just 
you know, I called Jordan at the tail end. I, like my first time watching Jordan was against Utah. Mm-hmm. The last finals he was in, and that was a straight push off. The more I've seen it now <laughs> as an adult, I'm like, that's not even a mild push off. He like just yeets that just guy. Got him. He was already leaning that way. Yeah. He just got him. He a little yeeted bit. him across the court <laughs> and then shot. <laughs> but do you really call that though? Was that you don't make that call? No, no. It's Michael Jordan, you don't play. <laughs> um, and I wonder if Scotty would have done. They would have called it. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I think you're right about that one. But I, I like this. I like this behind the scenes look because you know uh, Jordan. I mean, he gets a bad rap, and, but I understand like he wanted to win at yeah, all I mean, costs. Definitely an asshole, but that's part yeah. of what made him such an incredible competitor. Is yep. he was not scared to crush your spirit in front of everyone. Yep. Kobe was an asshole, but he yep. wanted to win at all costs. I mean, I I understand it, you know, and it was just it's just great being able to see what what went on behind the scenes. You know, he the I couldn't. I couldn't be Jordan. I couldn't be famous like that. No, no. all the cameras. Did in you the see? Face. Um, there was one thing where he comes. I think it's in the first episode where he's waiting to go on a show, and they're in France. Oh and yeah, the, the guy dude, asked him for an autograph. And you see the other French guy walk up, like, "What the fuck are you?" No, doing? you don't do that. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> he like, just looked down like he couldn't be around other people without yeah. them just losing their mind. Yeah, coming out of pocket for no reason. And on the same thing, I wouldn't want to meet. I wouldn't want to meet somebody I idolize like. Mm. Well, certain people. Are, I yeah. want. I want to meet Ryan Reynolds for sure. I wouldn't want to meet Kanye. Uh, well, Kanye's fucking crazy. Of course, you don't want to meet. I wouldn't want to meet Kanye. But I mean, you can't fuck with college dropout and late registration though. Those graduation, like his first five albums. I was about to say honestly, because um, Dark Fantasy is incredible too. Yeah, eight oh eight and Heartbreak is something new, but yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be ultra super famous like that. It's like it's just hard, but. It was great to see, like he said, like they were comparing him. They compared Clyde Drexler to him. He was like, "Nah, like I had to go show." See, that was part of the <laughs> asshole thing. Is he like made Clyde want to retire? Like he didn't just beat this man; he broke his spirit. I was like, Ugh. "Didn't have to do it like that." Jordan. And then uh, his general manager talking about he liked uh, Dan Marley as a defender. He's like, "I had to go out there and show." You know, <laughs> I love that part of the the Kobe part of the episode where they show Kobe on the court being like, "I got, I got Jordan, I got Jordan." Yeah, like that was the style of play that both of them had. I, and I love like in the locker room, he was like, "Yeah, that, that kid from Los Angeles is like he's, he's gonna, gonna want, come one on one with everybody." But you think about it, like that's how you are, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why he recognized it right mm-hmm. off the bat. But man, that is just great, and I, I can't wait for like we got four more episodes left, so I, I can't wait to. I'm glad. I mean, the pandemic kind of fucked everything up, but I'm kind of glad it happened because instead of waiting all the way to June to have to watch mm-hmm. it, you get to watch it now. Well, shit, we might not even be here if it wasn't for the pandemic, just with yeah. as much free time and stuff. Because I was talking to Joe about the fact that I'm, I'm sports writing again. I've been writing basically, oh, okay. I, I call them blurbs. It's like a five sentence paragraph or something like that. Depending how interested I am, I may write a bigger paragraph. Yeah. Um, but I go into Facebook. You know how you can select a photo instead of a post? I select the photo of the player. And then I copy. Oh, I've been seeing it. Yeah. yeah. So just doing little blurbs, basically. And I release one every couple days. I did the top 20 fantasy players of uh, my prediction for the year. Um, No surprise, Christian McCaffrey came out on top. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Is it Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, number two? Number three might have been the guy from the Vikings. Dalvin Cook? Might have been. I can't remember specifically whether or not because... 
I, I would take him over Saquon because Saquon just doesn't have the what the things around him for him to succeed yeah. like he should. But I mean that Gary Kubiak running scheme in Minnesota. <sighs> I hate his own run shit. <laughs> the only concern is if he gets hurt. Other than that, he yeah. actually he scored twenty or more points. I looked at it, it was like ten out of sixteen games or something like that. And then in between those, when it wasn't twenty points, it was still like twelve or thirteen. Yeah. I, I hate this. Damn zone! I just, I always, I never liked the Broncos from the Broncos I'm to still, the Redskins. I was very salty when he left. I was like, "Listen, I kind of like this new coach, but if that means Kubiak leaves, what are we doing then? Because Kubiak should be the head coach himself." Yeah, you don't get rid of a guy like that. But it's working out since we'll talk about it later. But Drew Lock, uh, he's gonna show y'all next year. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Let's get into it, man. You know, we talked about the last days. You know, great documentary. Uh, I can't wait for it to come out on DVD because I have a much it costs. I'm gonna spend to have that. <laughs> I have a physical copy. I gotta have it. But uh, NFL draft, man. Uh, before we get, cause we're gonna discuss the first round picks uh, today and discuss who had the best draft and all that. I wanna ask you one question: Who would the a, a pick that people are sleep, sleeping on that's gonna make an impact? Non first rounder. Oh, non-first rounder? Yes. I mean, you know how I feel because I, I drafted him, so I'm kind of biased on this fact. But I think that uh, T. Higgins is really, really talented. And it, yeah, it shows there was so much depth in the first round in receiver. And for him to be the first guy to get snatched up in the second round, you know what's up. That means that people fucked up and picked the wrong people. And Cincinnati was like, despite us having a pretty good receiver curve, we can't pass on a talent yeah. like this. Especially yeah. one that you know, was in the same division with Burrow and stuff. So they probably aren't like, they don't know each other like that. But when you've played on the field with somebody before, yeah, you kind of understand their game better once you've seen it in person. Yeah. And uh, I think for me, Jalen Hurts. Mm. Like, because Carson wins at some point, he will get hurt. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Trayvon Diggs, who will be uh, really good for you guys. Yeah, the Cowboys, yeah. Sleep. And I mean, we are, I mean, we have two, we have a good, we have cornerbacks. We don't have good safeties. Well, you lost whatever his name was. Byron Jones, yeah, he, yeah. he never took the ball away anyway, so. <laughs> whatever. Fuck it. That actually seems kind of what Diggs might be good at because he, he was a receiver, receiver like his yeah, brother, brother, so he's got the same ball instincts to let like, go get it. Yeah. But, uh, again, he got torched by – well, which, yeah, a lot of teams got torched by LSU last year, so I don't really look at that. Uh, he, he was torching y'all in the championship game. Like, he was catching a lot of balls. Yeah, and – but oh, I'm was, talking about Higgins. My bad. You were on to. Oh, Trayvon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got yeah. He got torched in the LSU game. So, but but Jalen Hurts for me is my because Wentz will get hurt, and I rather I tell everybody this. I'm, I was always more scared of Nick Foles on the Eagles when he was the last couple of years. Yeah. Than, than uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, Wentz has got the talent for sure. Yeah, he has, but uh, he's got a hell of an arm. Dude's a beast. That's why he keeps getting hurt is because he's running like Cam Newton when that's yeah. what, that's what crushed Cam too. Like you can't do that with your body when you're a quarterback. And you know he like, he didn't have the weapons around around him last year. I fucking receiving core was trash. Yeah. But uh, when when he does get hurt, well he did play all every game last year though. Give him credit for that. He played every game. I think he's a baller personally. Yeah. It's just I don't I don't think he's gonna be able to stay on the field just like yeah. you're talking about. It's gonna keep happening. And with Jalen Hurts now, you have to deal with him coming off the bench and him running around making plays. Yeah. Well, we were kind of talking about the the shift and what is and isn't a pro-typical quarterback. quarterback. And 
mobility is such a huge part of it now. And everyone always used to think about mobility in the way that you think about like Michael Vick. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is when you can extend the play. There's not a lot of good offensive linemen anymore. For whatever reason, they're not coming out anymore. Like this is one of the best offensive linemen classes we've seen in years. Yeah. So like a lot of teams are deficient on the offensive line. So you have to have a quarterback. It's like the Broncos signed Flacco is fucking retarded. <laughs> and how they, they kept drafting these tall statue quarterbacks, but like they didn't have an offensive line to block for them. And but the defensive linemen are getting faster. Drew Locke can move around. He extends plays just like Patty Mahomes. One of the most dangerous things about Patty is like you think you have him, then you don't, and now yep. receivers are running around free. Like Yep. You have to have that mobility these days. Yeah, prototypical quarterbacks are changing. Like the 6'5", 6'4", 235, 40-pound quarterbacks. They're too big. They can't move. I mean, Cam is an, except, is an exception to that because he's a just a freak athlete. Yeah. <laughs> but the days of that are over with now because guys like Russell Wilson, you know, Drew Brees is mobile for a little. You know, he's yeah. older now, but he, he, he can still move a little bit. He can still bit. move. Right, when he hit that spin move, was that two years ago? I was about to say, he had two rushing touchdowns in a yeah. game. Yeah, hit that little spin move on Atlanta. I was like, okay, look at Drew, but uh, but he works out like crazy. He's like, him and Tom Brady have the greatest work ethic when it comes to physicality. Yeah. But whereas Brady's on some like new age space shit for working out, yeah. Drew Brees is actually like he bulks up, he does his cardio, like yeah, he's in shape. I see him stretching before they, you know, they had pregame. They see him stretching all day. He, I'm like, damn, how he stretching like that? Yeah, he's in shape. Yeah, but uh, yeah, pro typical quarterbacks are changing, and but I mean, we were talking about Jalen Hurts. I don't. He's got the mobility that I look for yeah. in that, but I, where I don't think he's going to, unless they design an offense around him, I don't think he's going to succeed because but, he just doesn't have what you need passing-wise yeah. to get the job done. I I don't think, like, he's not a guy that's going to come in and play a whole season. Like, Carson gets hurt. If you have to, if he has to play four or five games, uh, sort of like what Bridgewater did last year for the Saints yeah. when Drew Brees got hurt. If he can come in, if he out four games, he can win two out of four just to keep him afloat till Carson come back. I believe he can do that. Uh, well, I would actually compare him to another Saints quarterback. Um, Taysom Hill? Taysom Hill, because we're, we're in Louisiana, so I talk to a lot of Saints fans, and they all are so far up Drew Brees' ass that they cannot see the outside of that bunghole there. It's so deep yeah. in there. And I keep telling them, I'm like, listen, he's obviously he's great. You know, He's really good percentage-wise, completion, um, knows how to move the offense. But like, there were plays I saw last year I was like, oh, he's not the same Thanks, guy anymore. And Taysom in that Vikings game was the only thing they had going. He was like blocking punts, tackling people, throwing passes, rushing the football. That dude was everywhere. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I said last year, I would have rolled with Bridgewater the rest of the way. I, You know what? Like, Bridge, Bridge is good, but he's also Teddy Two Yards. Like, that guy can't look <laughs> downfield. Never brings his eyes downfield. Yeah, I, I, I mean... I mean, but Tom Brady was successful like that for years. Like he when he like when he didn't have the deep threats. Yeah. Brady had a deep ball though. Remember when they signed Moss? Then he was throwing oh, yeah, eighteen yeah, yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I don't think Bridgewater has the deep ball. Not that he doesn't throw it. I don't think he has it. Oh, uh, but he he can uh, you know he can as long as you move the offense. I mean, at some point you do have to go downfield. Yeah, because they start to creep up on you. So yeah. your first couple series or whatever is going to be dope because you're completing those passes, you're moving it down. Yeah. But as they start to realize you haven't thrown over 15 yards in the last yeah, they go break. Safety is going to creep up. The cornerbacks are going to do press, and all of a sudden it's, you're smothered because they know exactly what you're going to do. Yep. But back to Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, I really think I, you know, I hopefully. Uh, 
even if he can't do it in Philadelphia, I think down the road, I think he will be a starting quarterback in his leagues because somebody will build the offense. Yeah. If Lamar Jackson showed us anything, it's that you don't have to be a uh, great passer to be a great quarterback anymore. That Those days are over. Which Lamar wasn't – like, he's not – he's a good downfield thrower. He can throw the ball down. He throws a yeah. pretty – you know, uh, but – But it's not the strength of his game. Yeah. But I, I think – because, like, a lot of people had, like, Vince Young and you had your – but man, he balled out. He beat that uh, Reggie Bush team. Like, yeah, like you have to build an offense around you, cause now, cause like back in the days, like this is a, this is our offense. We trying to make you fit. We're not trying to fit it around you. And you know, John Harbaugh, you know, he's you know he's an innovator. You know, uh-huh. and he had the foresight like, hey, we got this guy. We're gonna build an offense around. So that's like, where both sports, NBA and NFL, now that the the nerds are starting to get into the front offices yeah. instead of the jocks that you know the retired players. Why would you have a fucking retired player run your team? They've been <laughs> getting tackled for twenty years. They don't they don't got everything upstairs anymore. Yeah, they started hiring nerds, and now like it's not. There's so f- so much fewer drafts that are just disasters now than yeah. like even five years ago. You people would just you look at their draft and you'd be like, what? Who the fuck was making <laughs> those picks? And well, it doesn't John, really happen anymore. Yeah. Well, John Lynch actually has been doing a good job in San Francisco with draft yeah. picks. So, but uh, okay, since we did sleepers, okay, most overrated pick of the first round. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it when we talk about him when he comes up specifically. Yeah. Um, but I think Ruggs is probably the, the biggest whiff of the draft, and that's not to say he's not going to be good or anything. Yeah. It's just that. It was a surprise to see him go before C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. People overuse the term generational talents, but I kind of would put at least one of those two is going to be a generational wide receiver. Yeah. We are going to remember this pick, and I bet you it's going to be Jerry Judy. <laughs> um, we're going to remember this pick for a long time to come, and is it, whether or not they just fall in love with these receivers that take the top off the defense, but that's cool. But like, that's like picking a guy because he has a – great three-point shot but he literally can't dribble the basketball I'll play defense yeah over a prospect in basketball who's you know he's got some game like he's maybe only a 35 percent three-point shooter but you can make that better and he's a you know he can handle the rock and he's got a little bit of play make that's the kind of shit judy's on where he's got so many elements to his game that you know he's going to succeed yeah outside he can play it he can play out wide you can put him in the slot a lot of things best route run in the draft he, he doesn't even that. look fast and he ran a 4-4 look yeah, I mean, really, really receiver. You're not really looking for like you look for quickness more than yeah, just yeah. overall just top end speed. I mean, it's nice to have somebody that can run four. But that's five. that's what they fell in love with. That's what the Raiders somehow yeah. always fucking. They've been doing this for a decade now, picking not these decades. receivers. <laughs> What's that guy who played Darius uh, Hayward Bay? Well, yeah, Darius Hayward Bay, and then um, the guy who played for the Saints, who just got replaced by Emmanuel Sanders, Tegan Junior. Man, Tegan Junior. He was drafted by uh, Raiders, pretty sure. Oh, wait, no, no, that was um, that was Miami. He went to Miami, Miami, yeah. But that kind of receiver, they fall in love with that kind of guy who's yeah. He expanded on his game to where he could actually catch passes and run routes. But for like his first eight years of his career, all the guy could do is run fucking straight. Like yeah, there's defenses for that. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two man, too deep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so how do you feel about uh, Henry Ruggs? The, the whiff. The whiff. Wait and see, cause I see, I see why they try to do. Cause you have Tyreek Hill in the division, you want the same explosion. You like, okay, they got Tyreek Hill. Well, I mean, do you pick Rugs or would you pick somebody else? I'm picking, I'm picking Rugs. Oh, okay, so we're on the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we want to be want to be honest with me, Joe Burrow. I mean, you could put Joe Burrow up there too because 
He only had we talked about his earlier. Yeah. Uh, he had he's a one year wonder. Can he can he keep up this same product? I mean, yeah. I like, just disagree because I I don't even watch college football. Yeah. Like, I I don't fuck with it. I only fuck with NFL and NBA. Um, I only end up watching prospects and stuff like that before the draft because I have a lot of dynasty fantasy leagues. Yeah. So you have to you have to watch. Um, and I watched like six LSU games this year. Yeah. And if you can bring a fan, that's like on some MJ shit because like after. Uh, Jordan and uh, not Jordan, uh, Bird and Magic were leaving. There's this big gap in basketball. People were like, well, who, what, who are we gonna watch? There's nobody yeah. to watch. And then Jordan showed up, and all of a sudden, people who weren't watching basketball were buying Chicago Bulls tickets. Yeah, and that's like, that's a sign of greatness. If you can bring people who don't even participate because they just have to see you. Yeah, and live, that's the kind of shit where the the Bengals were offered i think the entire redskins draft right am i am i tripping it was like they were going to give them all the picks to get them one to get burrow um and cincinnati turned it down because whether or not you're right you could totally be right but you cannot miss out on at least yeah. taking that shot. shot yeah you gotta have it yeah well i mean we could say the same thing baker mayfield well he did three years but Kyler yeah. murray was a one-year wonder mm-hmm. Cam Cam might have been the most successful one year wonder. How you gonna just show up in the SEC, play one year, beat everybody, walk away undefeated? Yeah, I was just like, oh. Then uh, I mean, just we we'll, we'll have to wait and see. I I thought, but he had the most talented team around him. Yeah, had the most wasn't the best LSU defense. I'm gonna say this: he had to outscore a lot of mm-hmm. people this year. 66 touchdowns, dog. Yeah, he... he 66 touchdowns. And he, he's tough. He's a tough guy. I, I've seen him take I seen him take shots, and... He's kind of a smooth motherfucker, too. I didn't know... But if you look into his background and stuff, yeah. like... That's why I like Drew Locke. We was talking about the uh, the put-on video. Oh, yeah, where he did it. Where he's rapping on the sideline. Yeah. And there's also... In, in that video, there's a scene of him and Philip Lindsay, like, shadow boxing each other before the game. And yeah. And he, he does the Muhammad Ali, like, switch your feet back and forward yeah. thing. Like... You gotta have some swag to be a quarterback. You gotta be the leader. You gotta be the guy yeah. that gets everybody going. Yeah. And I think Burrow's got that. He's got incredible vision. He's got the arm, like he was throwing downfield. He's got the accuracy. So I, I get that it took him a while to get here, and you guys won your young wonder. But like, the things I saw. Yeah. I mean, that's it's gonna translate. Yeah. And uh, on third coast, uh, Joe was like, Burrow probably gonna get killed as far as, and then. I realize he has AJ Green, he has Tyler Boyd, he yep. he got T Higgins now. Uh, Joe Mixon in the backfield. Their offensive line is going to get much better too because yes. they picked um, they picked one of the top offensive linemen in the draft last year, and then he it was an Achilles or something like that. He was okay. out for the whole year, so they have a first round offensive lineman coming back to the team already. Yeah, and I believe they made moves on the offensive line either in the draft or in free agency. I, I don't know specifically, but and defense will get better. They always. Even if when they're not real good, they they always have a nasty defense for whatever yeah. reason. It's just part of living in Cincinnati, I guess. But uh, what should I see? You know, but I'm, you know, I I would almost want Burroughs like Henry Ruggs because Oakland's trying to do what Kansas City has in Tyreek Hill. I mean, the whole division is that's why the Broncos did the picks they did. Yeah. But no, they made their pick is just like okay. I mean, they made the correct picks. Oakland tried to do the same thing and uh, lost their fucking mind. Well. Because the cornerback they picked to later that round was like the eighth rated cornerback, something like yeah. that. He's, he was low on everybody's board. I was, I was like, yeah, okay, Oakland. You, all right, Jerry Judy's still there. I'm happy with it. I don't, <laughs> don't want to have to deal with a good team in division. They can keep fucking up. I don't care. Yeah, but like I say, he might, he might pan out. He might, he might. If he can give him, if they can give him 
half of what Tyreek does for Kansas City, they, yeah. it's not a bad pick. I mean, he was a good prospect. He, yeah. he was lined up with the Broncos in a lot of drafts because people were assuming that Judy and Lamb were going to be off the board yeah. already. So Ruggs was, in most mocks I looked at, he was uh, going to Denver. And, like, I watched this film. Like, he's a good player and stuff. But, like, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about generational talents and good players. And yeah. you can just never pass on that kind of talent to get somebody just because of their specific yeah. skill set that you're looking for. So, but uh, but I mean, we basically just talk Burrow. So, if you want to just get into the picks, we'll go number yeah. two. Uh, Chase Young, how do you feel about him going to Washington? Uh, seems, well, it seems like a Von Miller pick to me. I think the Broncos got Von at two as well. Yeah, and the draft that he came in, just, just yeah, Cam being uh, let the guy play football, get out of his way. <laughs> I don't, it's gonna be uh, Ron Rivera, he runs a lot, he runs four or three, so he's gonna be lined up on the edge. So, and like we were talking about earlier, they've already got Kerrigan and Sweat, uh, and like, yeah, that's gonna be. Just think, you're going to have Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, you're going to have Chase Young, and probably Jaron Allen. Is, is that where he's at? I can't remember. I can never remember the fourth guy there. I only know the, the three we were talking about. But they, they, got, Pat, they got they got they one got more the, than just those three guys. Yeah, they, they got a, they got a defensive line from Allen. I think his name Jared Jaron Allen, I think. Is that where he went? Yeah, I think he went to uh, Washington. Okay. So, yeah. It, that defensive line, you line them up third down, you pin back, you know, you know what's coming. <laughs> well, and that's the thing about when you know we're talking about modern offenses earlier, and modern defense is kind of non-existent. You know, you just you try to to stop people from scoring touchdowns is what you can do, but yeah. you really can't stop people from moving the ball no. anymore. But the thing that will never change is it, the rushing. If you have good pressure, that fucks with whatever offense is yeah. in front of you. That's how the eighteen and zero Patriots lost. Yeah, I mean both of them, the eighteen zero Patriots and the other Patriots team that lost to the Giants. Those Giants teams Disruptive. won off of the back of their defensive line. Yeah, uh, you, you could say Kansas. I mean Kansas. I mean San Francisco almost won a Super Bowl off the back yeah. of their defensive yeah. line because you got Bosa coming, you got Buckner, you got Armstead. Yeah. Uh, well, and now they we'll talk about the dude later, but they gave up Buckner and ended up getting a Buckner clone for about tenth of the cost. Yeah, for the next couple of years. They got a really smart front office. But it's gonna be interesting. Uh, oh, that's right. They have Haskins. So uh, Washington. Uh, hopefully, uh, they if Haskins can play up to expectations yeah. that he had. I liked. I liked Haskins coming out. I, Jay Gruden. I think he was. I think Jay Gruden just sabotaged him. Because yeah. I was actually, which it's a good thing I don't run a franchise, especially my own favorite franchise. Because yeah. I was like furious when they didn't take Haskins. Um, but it led to like much better picks. Yeah. And, uh, that might. I don't know if that was the year they took Lock because they took Lock last year, and I don't think was was Haskins a rookie last year. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, same draft. So yeah. instead of taking Haskins, they traded out of the first round, or not out of the first round, but back in the first round, got Noah Font. They got their starting left guard or right tackle. They got a starting offensive lineman who's really good. Yeah. And then Drew Lock. Yeah. So they got three good players instead of Haskins, who wasn't even a good player last year. So like. Anytime you're doing mock draft season and stuff, and you start yelling at your TV because you think you know better than your franchise, yeah. just give it some time. There might be a reason that those people are employed. But, you know, uh, like I say, Jay Gruden, they said he wasn't trying to groom Haskins. Didn't want Haskins. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't the first time that a coach did not want a quarterback. Well, the thing I liked about Haskins is, you know, he's that, like, prototypical big guy. But he did have enough mobility. He was athletic enough to move if he had to. And he had a really good, like, mid-range game is what I would call it, yeah. like, he could throw the deep ball, but he was very accurate routes. in the intermediate. But he's another one year wonder, you know. Uh, True. Yeah. 
And he had a track team for Rivals. He was there. Yeah, he Paris Campbell. He had a bunch of good receivers out we'll there. We'll find out because I, I haven't watched enough of his film from the NFL starts. But, like, he did that thing. What was it? Where, yeah, he went to celebrate with the crowd before the game was over. And they had another series. And the yeah. backup quarterback had to put his helmet on and go out there and, like, run out the clock. Like, yeah. I think there's definitely a little bit of knucklehead somewhere in that guy, which for quarterbacks I can't deal with. That's Winston's problem. Winston has all the talent in the world, but that dude's yep. a fucking knucklehead in and out. Baker Mayfield. Yep. And, yep. Uh, a lot is. It's, <laughs> I can't even describe it. It's a bunch of knuckleheads. You got to be the most responsible person on the team if you're going to be the quarterback. If you're going to be a leader in anything in life, like if you're less responsible than your employees, they're going to know it. They're yeah. They're going to see that you're not taking this as seriously as they are. That's why Jordan, you know, talking about Jordan, that's why Jordan was so great. Cause yeah, because he, he, he wanted to win. Every he time. said that's why he, like, when he said he first came into the league, he went to the hotel room, guys doing cocaine, we yeah. had women in there. He's that like, was okay. a cool story. All right, I'm on, he knew he was on his own. So I understand, like, you understand why he had to go out to average 28, 30-something points a game yeah. every night. Because we keep getting sidetracked, but, I mean, that was the, the coke time in NBA. Yeah. yeah. Coke, like, almost destroyed the end. Len Bias, like, those. Yeah. Crazy shit going uh, on. Right John there. Lucas and all, yeah. It's, but uh, to go on with the number three pick, Jeff Okuda, Ohio State, DB University. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all can say LSU. Y'all can say Miami, whatever. But right now, this is Ohio State time for being DBU. Shit, right? Uh, they really are just pumping him out. What's his name? Who's on the Saints? Uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, he's a fucking... I remember he got picked late too, right? He wasn't even like the top fifteen of that draft, I don't think, because the Saints have yeah, been good. Yeah, he's like twenty something. I was like, "What the fuck is this dude?" Selling? And the the Raiders passed on him. The Raiders needed a quarterback. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my god, they're so trash. But uh, uh well, I ain't gonna, I, I, ain't, I don't want to hear because uh, Thielen, Thielen thrashed him in the playoffs. He be getting, he was getting burnt last year. Yeah, I think he was also hurt. I have been. Yeah, no, I, I kind of remember something. Because he, he came out for a series, remember? That's how they scored touchdowns. Mar- Lattimore had to come off the field. Oh, okay. All right, but like I say, he, uh, he's going to Detroit. Uh, and have, Slay just moved out. Slay just moved to Philadelphia. So he's like a Slay replacement. I like to pick. I would have kept Slay. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, the coach-player relationship was out. It, that bridge was burnt. Don't think Matt, Matt Patricia is a great I I'm, I don't really ride with Patricia. Yeah, no, I don't think because it's a thing about the guy. They think okay, he he did a good job with the Patriots. He's gonna come over here and bring that Patriot coach. You cannot. He was a defensive coach for the Patriots. You know who the defensive coach for the Patriots is? Bill Belichick. Bill fucking Belichick. So why would you pick somebody who wasn't even like in charge of what they were doing? It's so weird. It's because he had a beard and a pencil and he worked for NASA or something. Yeah. Isn't that his story? He's got like he was a rocket scientist. Oh, damn. Yeah, something like that. But uh, I like the pick. Uh, hopefully it works out with with him in Detroit. Well, even not liking Slay moving, I think it's the same kind of move that San Francisco did with Buckner and the, the kid we'll talk about later. Because, like, Okuda's a town. There's a reason yeah. he went three. He's yeah. a great cornerback. So yeah. you get a cornerback at a pay scale that's, like, half of what you were going to have to pay your star so cornerback. Slay. And now you can spend it on offense, which is really – People need to, if you don't have elite defenders, you need to not spend money on them because the game is all about getting weapons on the offensive side of the ball and offensive linemen if you can pay them. Yeah. So you got to save that money for that side of the ball and make it happen either through great defensive coaching or through great defensive drafting. Yeah. Really, nowadays, that's why a lot of teams try to hit in a draft because 
they don't want to pay the teams. They don't want to pay that big money because they want to save money. You're going to get five years out of the rookies. I mean, you get those solid ass five years. You don't pay yep. much for it, and then you draft another one when they leave. Like it's it's the all business you, model. Yeah, all you pay them, try to get them at your price. If not, trade them. I mean, if you have an elite defense, like I can't believe the the Khalil Mack thing will still go down all time. It's like they said they needed a pass rush, <laughs> and then they pick Khalil and Failure instead of Josh Allen, and Josh Allen was an actual pass rusher. God damn, the Raiders are trash. But anyways, uh, that level of guy, don't let that guy go. Like yeah. pay that guy for sure. Oh yeah, I don't think he, I don't think Gruden rolling there. You know how some yeah. guy comes in, he's general manager, he ain't coach. Like I didn't draft this guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want him here. He didn't want to hold out. I just trade him. <laughs> the fucked up part is Khalil Mack wasn't even like Diggs just left, and Diggs was a bit of a problem. I I thought it was a really bad look on the sidelines when they were waxing people. Who who did they play? Were they just was it y'all? Where he, he like y'all? The Vikings were winning most of the time during that game, and he was on the sideline upset, like throwing his helmet and shit while they were winning yeah. because he wasn't getting enough touches. Like was that Thielen or Diggs? It was Diggs. Diggs? Okay. Yeah. And uh, that kind of attitude, I could understand where if somebody's talented but they're doing that shit, you're like, no, no, no. I need people who are focused. I need people who are about the team, not themselves. Yeah. But, like, that was Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack didn't cause trouble. He was a great leader. Like, never. He's a great leader and the best pass rusher in the NFL, and you traded him. Why? Best offender. He was. Cause he, yeah, right? It was, it was more than that. Because he affected the game. Because when he went to the Bears, you. You could have got. Didn't he win Defensive Player of the Year that year? Yeah. First with the business. I mean, that speaks for itself. But to move on, uh, we have uh, New York Giants. <laughs> New York Giants. There's they another go. New York team I didn't fuck with. <laughs> uh, Andrew Thomas, offensive lineman out of Georgia, uh, left tackle. Uh, how'd you feel about that pick? It's an interesting pick. I mean, we talked about it where, like, he was not, for a lot of people, he was like fourth or fifth offensive lineman, but also it was such a talented, oh shit, keep knocking my microphone, uh, such a talented offensive lineman group that it didn't really matter. Like, even if you yeah. got the fourth best, it just depends on what you want oh, for your yeah. team. And for the Giants, it's kind of like your first round pick in a fantasy football league. Like, you just got to make sure that you're not picking a guy who, like, gets injured for the season or loses his job or something like that. Like, you just have to make sure not to whiff on your yeah. first round pick if you're going to build a good fantasy Same. team. It's the same thing with the Giants and what they're trying to do with an offensive line. Because yeah. if you whiff on a high offensive lineman pick... It sets you oh. back for years. <laughs> they made that mistake with Eric Flowers. And my team made that mistake with Garrett Bowles. Like, yeah. it hurts. You feel it. They still haven't replaced Garrett Bowles in Denver. Uh, I like to pick... Uh, I said, like we were talking about earlier before we started recording... Uh, you could have went. They could have went with the best player available at that point. Isaiah Simmons, like Wills or what's his name, the big kid, uh, from Louisville, I think, Beckton. Yeah, you could have went, and they could have went Isaiah Clemens for defense because they need a play. They need a playmaker on that side of the ball. But uh, yeah, Simmons. But I think they did that more of need, which they probably could have traded back and got Thomas. But they was like, we're just, you know. I was saying before this draft ever started, they better pick an off if they're not going to trade down. Which was what they were trying to do the whole time. Yeah. Just nobody wanted to move into four because four was a bit of an awkward spot. Like I yeah, said, yeah, because you, you know Akuda, you know Akuda yeah. Young and Burrow is going to be gone at that point. Which actually, at that level, I think that maybe Derek Brown would have been the guy because that dude is terrifying. We'll talk yeah. about him a little bit, but like, I, I'm actually surprised somebody didn't move up to get uh, Derek Brown. Or, yeah, and that the the that Miami and uh, L.A. were so patient waiting for a quarterback. I thought one of them might do, pull a. Chicago Bears, where you trade up one, 
bro that trade we were talking about earlier that might go down as the worst trade of all time in the nfl like worst with uh deshaun watson who else was in it so you passed on two generational talents at quarterback deshaun watson and patrick mahomes yes and also you gave up like a boatload of picks. It was so many picks, and the thing is, San Francisco wasn't even gonna pick him. <laughs> you did it for fucking nothing. And they got the player they wanted. <laughs> San Francisco still got. Oh my god. And they still living off them draft picks. Oh my god, that's such a trash trade. Anyways, moving on. Let's yeah. go. I'll, t- I'll take the con here. Uh, number five, Miami to a Tagovailoa. How do you feel about it? Uh, if he didn't get hurt, he would be a Cincinnati Bengal right now. Yep. I feel like. He's the most. I feel like he's the most talented quarterback in this draft class. Has the arm. Yeah. Has the arm talent. Uh, he, you know, he sees the game real good. His only weakness is he tried to extend plays when he shouldn't have. Yeah. So, you know, live to survive another play. I really like the stuff they got into um, when he was drafted. About just like, or maybe I was watching a special. I probably I was probably watching a special before the draft. Um, and they got into his background where they were just like. You couldn't, ever since he was like 11 or 12, you couldn't keep him off the football field. Like, yeah. the game would end, and he'd still be out there, like, throwing balls. Like, that's yeah. that's the kind of stuff. That's that Drew Brees yeah. shit. Like, he gets compared to Drew a lot yeah. because of the, the body size. But I think he also has the Drew work ethic where he's, yeah. he just wants to play football and he wants to be great at it. And, uh, I mean, shit, you walked onto the field versus in the championship game while your team's losing by, what, three touchdowns? I think it was two. It was, I think it might have been three. I can't remember. But they were, like, 21 to they 10. Was, they was losing by a lot. It was like twenty four to ten or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, so, and, and then you turn that shit around, and we're gonna and we were talking about Jalen Hurts earlier. Like Jalen Hurts is a talented quarterback to come in and replace him. A guy who had went to the national championship the yep. year before that. Yep. And but I like this pick for Miami, uh, being as you can, you can sit him this year. Fitz Magic, not Fitz. Fucking love Fitzpatrick. I know his name Fitz is Magic. Fitz Magic. What the fuck? He, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna give you two good games and. Once he's thinking up, you know, you got Josh Rosen still. I feel bad for Josh Rosen. Like to be a top uh, to be a top ten pick and now There's another guy I would have picked if I was the Broncos, um that when they got Bradley Chubb, I was pissed. I was pissed my team got Bradley Chubb. What kind of stupid shit is that? But now it's like I don't need to be drafting, let me tell you. <laughs> but now it's like, Oh, we got Bradley Chubb. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I like this he can sit behind for you know, he got two quarterbacks, uh for a year, get healthy, come out there next year. And I think Miami, as much mediocrity they have been for the longest of time, I think they finally got I, the right people in I place. I like Flores. Um, like, so yeah. he, I think he was another defensive coach from New, New England, uh, yeah. from New England, but he's just different. You can kind of tell he's different. Um, yeah. and, and I was like, man, they are sabotaging this guy. They traded Minka Fitzpatrick. They was trading away all the good players. Got all and, that fucking picks, though. They had a great first round. We'll get into it on all the picks. I, I agree with this pick, number one, for the same reason we talked about Joe Burrow. If there is a quarterback on the board and there's potential for him being all-time special, take him. fire your entire staff if they don't take him because you don't find quarterbacks. You just don't. Yeah. Unless you're 0-16 or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I think I, you know, I'm rooting for him because, you know, he had that Bo Jackson injury. And Shit. But, I mean, technology's come a long way to to the point where some of these injuries that knocked out, like, great NBA players and stuff. Like, they they, – what's his name? That tall-ass white guy, Walton. Bill Walton. Bill Walton was a fucking monster in his day. Super talented, had a nice handle with the ball, good shot. And he won a championship with the Blazers, but his foot was so bad that he had to stop playing. Like, these days, they would have been putting him on minutes restrictions. They would have been giving him the proper surgeries and stuff like that. 
Also, you're playing in Chuck Taylor's on Hawks. I know, right? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, the, the same shit applies to football. Like, people come back from Achilles tears and stuff the very next year. Like, yeah. Take two years we'll to come back from injury like that, the Achilles. ACLs. Well, I mean. But everybody not Adrian Peterson. Peterson. I was about to say. Yeah. I was literally about to say something about AP. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next pick, Carolina. No. Los Angeles Chargers. They go with Justin. Is it Abel or Herbert? Herbert. Okay, because you know down here we Which, pronounce it different. Well, my northern ass used to call people Herbert down yep. here, and I got made fun of because they were like, that's a bear boy. Where you from? <laughs> I was like, uh, New York, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, didn't love this pick. Didn't think. I didn't. As we were discussing our pro two quarterbacks, you still had GMs out here thinking like 6'5", big arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, he's 6'6". Six, six, and history tells you that quarterbacks over – Six six and above do not succeed. He doesn't league. look six six though, because like he might guys, be like six five. The guys, like, no, I'm sure you're right. But yeah. the the guys, the Broncos were drafting when they were doing that stupid shit with like Paxton Lynch and Brock Oxwell. Like you could look at them and you'd be like, that dude's too fucking tall. Yeah. But like, I, I'm surprised Herbert's six six because when you look at him, he looks like six regular. He yeah. look he, he's not disproportionate that way. Like I'm, he moves around pretty well yeah. in the pocket. But I may be wrong. But uh, well, it'll be fun because I disagree with you. Continue like, yeah. uh. You know, he has the, he has the arm talent. Didn't stand out to me at Oregon. Yeah. Did not stand out to me. When you watch an Oregon game, it's like, what's this guy they was talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and that's, I mean, you got to go off that gut. So I haven't watched a bunch of uh, Herbert films, so maybe you know more about him than yeah. I do. But the, the, the thing I like is that if you're picking in the top six or some shit like that, quarterback like, take a swing it. on a quarterback. Like, yeah. Every, there was a, I can't remember. But, I mean, if you already got a stat, if everything around you mm-hmm. is good, you can well, afford to take That's the other back. part about the yeah. Charges is all they're missing. They yeah. lost Phillip Rivers, but the rest of the team's ready to go. Yeah, so, yeah, I understand the pick. I didn't like it. I thought they could have they could have added, like I say, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons would have been cold on that defense. Yes. Like him and my comparison for Isaiah Derwin Simmons James. is Derwin James. Like if those two motherfuckers were on the same defense. All, all you go quarterback, you, you could have went C.J. Henderson at this point. I just if you're in your top six, pick a quarterback. Yeah, if, if yeah. there is a prospect, like he was, the, he was the highest uh, rated quarterback coming out of high school when he went to Oregon. Yeah, so he's got that kind of basis. Yeah, for, I understand the pick. I didn't like it because I, because me personally, I thought Jalen Hurts after Tua and and Joe Burrow, he was the third best quarterback in this draft. But I knew he wouldn't get taken that high. If I highly disagree with you on that one. Ah, it's yeah, fine. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, because like I would, we both had disagree. We'll, 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 yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about love later, but I would definitely yeah. pick love over Hurts. Uh, I wouldn't win love. I wouldn't win love. Top. I mean, I have a, I have a thing to get. Uh, we'll get into today when we get to love. All right, let's go to uh, Carolina. Derek Brown. I already talked about him. Just like classic Carolina pick. Classic Carolina pick. Classic Auburn player. Yeah, nasty. As <laughs> a fucking uh, Cam Newton. Yeah, same thing. Right to the Carolina Panthers. Every time an Auburn player that's a beast comes up, they're like, "All right, well, we'll go ahead and take that guy." <laughs> yeah, uh, great. And pair him with Kewan Short. Uh, but they lost Keekly. Uh, this is gonna yeah, be that interesting. Was, that was rough. Yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be interesting this year for Carolina. It's gonna be in the transition period, going from Cam to Terry. Ter- the ter- only ter- thing I don't like about the pick is Isaiah Simmons might as well be Keekly 2.0. So you lost that guy. You've already got a pretty good defensive line. Why not just take the, the middle Pacific, linebacker? Yeah, you played the exact same position. Yeah. But when you watch Derrick Brown's film, that's where it's like, okay, well, now I'm not I mad about why, it. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but I understand the pick. Bill from Bill from the trenches on back. 
if you got a good pass rush, you can get away with a B plus secondary. Yeah, that's what we we're talking about with Chase Young. Like, yeah, defenses now. There's a bit of a back and forth because the new wave, the the new wave that people were on this year was about focusing on the secondary. Yeah, um, that's what the Patriots did. I mean, you looked at the Patriots secondary last year. <sighs> was absurd. I know. They had Mark, Mark Hooper just quit in the middle of the game. Yeah. And they don't even have pass rushers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> when you got defense player, you know, Stephon Gilmore, it makes it a lot easier. But I think what the I think what the philosophy is with those teams is that you can better evaluate um, secondary people. Like, picking safeties to me, I'm always astonished that people miss on safety picks because once you watch film, it seems so obvious whether yeah. or not a guy's a good safety or not. I don't know how people pick bad at the safety position. So, like, you really don't see safeties go high. I mean, Jer- Derwin James might have been what the last safety. Yeah, Derwin James high. went high. Um, Adams for New York. Yeah, like everybody knew he was going to destroy. Like that's where I'm like, when it's obvious about a safety, it's obvious. Mika Fitzpatrick, everybody yeah. knew he was going to yeah. blow up. Like that's, so, it's it's easier to build on those positions where the hit rate is high in the first round, whereas pass rusher, the hit rate is like hit or miss because twenty five percent or something yeah, like cause that. Because some, some guys just they dominate in college, just off raw talent. When they get to the league, it's all about it's more. It, you can get away with talent, but you have yeah. to have some kind of technique to go well, with. Well, and a lot of teams seem to pick I – I, I wish I could think of the position. I guess I would pick power forward if I was trying to pick the position in basketball where people do the same thing is where they see the talent. So if there weren't results in college, they're like, yeah, yeah but I could see where the results are going to come from. Yeah. And then they pick some kid who, like, if he could have done it, he would have fucking done it. Like, what? <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, move on to the next pick. Arizona Cardinals. Finally, the guy I've been talking about this whole time, Isaiah Simmons. Uh, at this point, I thought they could have went offensive lineman. You know, they, Je- Jedrick Willis was still out there. But yeah. I understand he's the best. He probably, they probably rated high on the board. So, he, you, you can't my, pass up. On my big board, it would probably go Chase Young, number one, and Isaiah Simmons, number two. Yeah. And, and Derek Brown, number three. So Isaiah Simmons goes to Arizona. The question is, what position is he going to play when he gets there? Who gives there? a fuck? Modern, it's, talk about modern offense. Modern defenses doesn't it's matter. Positionless, yeah. Who's a guy who can cover tight ends and tackle the running back out of the backfield and cover a wide receiver and in the slot? Rush. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and probably play middle linebacker and, <laughs> and, and uh, coach the defense. But yeah, Isaiah Simmons at this point, you know, uh, they needed a playmaker on that side of the ball. So I get why they picked him. But me personally, if I was I was GM. I'm going offensive linemen to keep Kyler Murray upright. Now, for me, I had um, when I did my mock, I had um, Isaiah Simmons going to Carolina because, like I was talking about, yeah. where they lost Keekley. I was like, okay, well, this this fits perfectly. Like, yeah. don't pass on the generational linebacker when you just lost one. Yeah. Um, Early too. So when I got to Arizona, I did the same thing you did. I was like, well, take care of Kyler. Like, get. Uh, I think I had Beckton going to them. Okay. And big guy, but super athletic. He'd be able to run those kind of like plays where Kyler Murray's getting on the outside. Right. Becton could be out there with him. Yeah, he looks athletic. <laughs> a fucking monster. That dude's dad was huge. Yes, he his, was. His dad looks like sister he could was play. tall too. <laughs> I was like, golly, tall and fine. Hit us up anytime, girl. <laughs> I know she listens to the podcast. <laughs> oh man, uh, you want right, to get the so, yeah Jacksonville uh, C J Henderson? We talked about it a little bit where like. He He's was, probably literally the best cover guy in the in the draft. But Jeff Okuda was the better overall cornerback. Yeah. Don't uh I like this pick. You uh, you got a kind of so you, you got an offense, you know, you got a quarterback, you got a couple of weapons out there and Do they have a quarterback? Gardner Minshew. He reminds me of Jeremy Lynn. 
Where like, you know, you blow up and like it's a thing, but then like I think a year from now we're gonna be like, Okay, you know, well the, the Jags need a new quarterback. You know who you remind me of? You you probably you you don't know this compared to Jay Plummer. Yeah. Oh, oh God, I love Jake Plummer. You remind me of Jake Plummer. Oh, Jake the Snake, dog. Yeah, mate, he he gonna do just he gonna do just enough for you to win. I forgot that dude fucking existed. He was between <laughs> uh he was between Elway and Cutler. Yeah. And we yeah. made it to an AFC championship, yep. and he threw fucking interceptions like he always did. <laughs> that was against Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You don't got to talk about the Steelers. <laughs> fucking Steelers. I'm not even, I don't even hate the Patriots, but it's because for whatever reason, we, we've we actually beaten the Patriots more than the Patriots have beaten us in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, like, a, there was a Chant-Bailey game where we beat the Patriots, and then there was that obviously the one when we won the Super Bowl against Isn't Carolina. Isn't that the game? Uh, ben Watson, like, Hawked him down. Was that the was that the divisional game? Maybe. Yeah. Ben, yeah. Man, ben, I'm like, oh, child, that's touchdown. Ben wants to come big on. boy. Um, but uh, <laughs> Nick, but I understand the pick. I like that pick for the Jaguars. You know, they traded away Jalen Ramsey, so they need another. I, I was gonna say that earlier. Yeah, yeah, you lose Ramsey. Yeah, you lose. Well, he didn't want to be there, so. <laughs> A lot of people don't want to be in Jacksonville right now. That the their front office is tripping. Now I like their draft, so at least they're drafting well. But yeah. they are tripping when it comes yeah. to handling the team. Hey, if I'm gonna be on a star team, at least let me be in a good market like Miami. Right. Or... Well, I visited Jacksonville. It's actually beautiful. I don't understand why more people don't live in Jacksonville. It's very nice. I'd rather be in Miami. If I'm gonna lose, at least at least I can go that's, out and have a good that's time. Too many motherfuckers <laughs> all in the same area. I can't live like that. At least Jacksonville's a little more spread out. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, number ten. Yeah. Cedric Wills, uh, so most a lot of people had him number one uh, for offensive lineman. It was a good pick. It was the right pick. You, you, I mean, I mean that offensive line was trash last year. Uh, and Cleveland has everything. They have, they got. I mean, that was the only move they could actually make. Mm-hmm. New Nick. coach. We're gonna see. He's another Patriot guy. I think. As long as it's not fucking. What is his name? The guy from last year. Kitchens. Yeah, oh Freddie Kitchens. God. So on my uh, on my top twenty fantasy players, uh, Bradley Chubb came in at number. Not Bradley Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb came in at seven um, because he scored like he scored like top six or seven in running backs. But if you watch the film from last year, they were being retarded giving him the football. Like he could have had so many more touches yeah. last year. Well, well, you got all that talent. You try to spread the ball around, because yeah. then you had Kareem Hunt come after eight games, and but that's how good Chubb is. Is that like they got Kareem Hunt? He's still Kareem Hunt. Like people yep. forget, a couple of years ago, Kareem Hunt was one of the top yep. fantasy assets in all of football. Yeah, but Chubb is so much fucking better than him that it's uh, Hunt still has a hard time getting on the field because you yep. can't take Nick Chubb off the field. He's a fucking superstar. I, I don't know why you would take him off the field, but. Hey. But now he's got another blocker for him too. So this guy's gonna play right tackle, I believe. They they signed uh they signed a left tackle. It's one of the two. They signed a great tackle in yeah. the offseason and now they've got their other tackle with that. Yeah. So when you're deficient at both sides of the offensive line and it only takes you one off season to assure up both yeah. sides of that, I think they knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. Yeah, this it was I mean, it wasn't too many moves they could make in this draft. I mean, you you got you got Miles Gear, you have a great you have a Great defense. Yeah, Man, under, let's talk about that for a second. I know it's not draft stuff, but like what happened at the end of the year. Well, not the end of the year, halfway through with Garrett. That was fucking wild, dog. I want to know because some White had, boy had to have said something. Yeah, that's why I say. I've I, never seen Garrett do some shit like that. Nobody reacts like that. And then they don't understand. He he initiated. The, he grabbed him by the helmet at first. He pulled him down by the helmet. He just fucked up because like if he had just 
picked that motherfucker up and dropped him on the field or some shit, he would have been ejected. But the swinging of the helmet's where he fucked up. That's yeah. where it's like, hey, bro, that's not cool. Cause but that's all Mason uh, Rudolph running up on him. <laughs> I mean, both sides. I mean, I don't. In the, I, don't, I mean, in the heat outside, of the moment. outside of that fucking field, I bet you Mason Rudolph wouldn't have been popping off like that. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm just... All right, number 11. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got Makai Becton, offensive line Louisville. Uh, this is a hmm, this is a good pick. You need to keep Sam Donald upright. You have a you have a good defense. You got Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's not what he used to be, be. but he's still Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I, I mean, he didn't have an offensive line last year. I mean, that's where his his running style is predicated on having a good offensive. For line. sure, he's got incredible vision, but you yeah. need to have blockers ahead of you to see something. <laughs> yeah, he's not the running back just to hit the first hole. He's He's a patient running back. Very 6'7", like 360. And, like, can move, too. Yes. Like athletic. Yes. And uh, I like this pick for the Jets. I think moving forward, I think after this year, Donald doesn't do good. I, I see them looking in another direction at quarterback. I, th- I think Darnold's legit. Um, he was. Need some weapons, though. I'm trying to say the Broncos were bad enough. During the Darnold draft, that there was a possibility that he felt because that was the Rosen draft, right? I think they came out yeah, at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, it would, people were talking about who would go at what, and that was the Mayfield draft. So like, yeah, what, yeah. So when Mayfield got picked and it wasn't Darnold to the Browns, I was like, oh, maybe Denver could end up with him. And I really wanted him to go there. Um, he's been hurt, number one. Then he had mono. <laughs> Fucking, that was the weirdest. That was the weirdest uh, missing of games I can remember. I was like, "Really? This is what, it, this is what we're sitting for?" Um, but I mean, model's pretty serious. I got it when I was uh, seventeen. Yeah, and I had to I had to take steroids to keep myself from drowning in because it basically locks up your lungs. So there's no chance you could play football. Yeah, because um, if you don't hydrate enough, you're getting uh, immense amounts of like green snot. That actually piles up in your lungs. Yeah. Um, and if you're not hydrated enough, it turns into like hard discs that you have to cough up. So like you have to stay hydrated. You got to drink a bunch of Gatorade and shit like that. And you have to have steroids to like keep your body moving. So yeah, there was no way he was fucking playing. Yeah. But it, everybody was making jokes because <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> kissing Mom disease geez. or whatever. <laughs> they were they wonder how did he get mono? <laughs> but I think it's the same thing we were talking about with Cleveland like it was just the move they had to make right yeah. there and honestly like I said I had Beckton going to um, Arizona so I had him yeah. getting picked like three picks before this he was, he was a really good prospect yeah I, I was surprised at the uh, number of offensive linemen that they let slip out the top top five six but it was needs that if you look at it the guys who were picked aside from them like Derek Brown's a monster yeah. Ray Simmons is great yeah, Jeff Okuda you got a couple of quarterbacks yeah. Jeff Okuda's great so I mean people were picking outside of offensive linemen because these guys are really yeah. talented really talented draft this year uh, number 12 all overrated almost overrated pick yeah, uh, we already talked player. about it Henry Ruggs uh, we don't need to explain why John you know John Gruden's it, this is this is y'all for like the next eight years. Yeah, y'all gotta deal with this shit. Yeah, because they're tripping. Him and Mayock are tripping. Because if I give somebody ten years, hundred million, you gonna live, you gonna do that kind. Of, I'm not about to fire you. you ain't about to. No. Uh, you ain't making money out me sitting in the house. You about to uh, make this work. And it's funny. I listen to. I don't listen to quite. Bill Simmons is about the only person I listen to podcasts nowadays. Just because I listen to a lot of music and stuff, so yeah. I, don't, I don't have as much time for podcasts as I used to. Um, 
but Kyle, I used to listen to Kyle and Kyle quite a bit, and he was talking some shit a couple of days ago that was like, people thought last year's Raiders draft was bad, and it turned out to be one of the best in the entire draft. And I'm like, just because they got an offensive rookie of the year, but he's a running back. Like, you don't pick running backs in the first round. Like, how many games y'all fucking won off of having a star young running back? Yeah. And he already has injury problems. Yeah. Like, that's you got to think about the bigger fucking picture. you got to think about the way teams are built nowadays. And just if it's a general, if it's like a like if you is a Saquon or like a yeah. or a Zeke, yeah. But Jacobs is really good, but he's not. We're not going to remember. He's not going to go to the Hall of Fame. I don't think. Well, it, it, the way they treat running backs nowadays, I don't think you'll ever see. Running I know, right? <laughs> we're going to have to change the standards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't wrong about that. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, move on to the uh, next pick. Number 13, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the Colts through the 49ers. <laughs> right. Yeah, so they, they went up and snatched that. Tristan Wirfs. It's because Wirfs is such a good prospect. Yes. That there were, there, like we were talking about, there's like four or five top-tier offensive linemen, and with Brady being old as dust, they had to grab one of those guys. Short for a tackle, 6'3". Yeah. But wingspan must be out of this world it's what i was saying earlier I, I haven't looked it up but i would assume that he still has like one of those wingspans like you see on basketball players but they're like six six but they have a seven two wingspan, wingspan kind of yeah shit. and hope he must be an agile one I, I, I haven't watched a lot but all the lists that i ever looked at were like here are the five guys if you get one of these guys you're getting a good offensive yeah. lineman so i mean and, if, and you know our they they know for putting out tight ends offensive linemen and defensive linemen so yeah. you know you're getting you a good player coming from that that school. God, what was that Oakland guy, white boy with the super long hair? Um, he got picked really high. He ended up being a bit of a bust, but he was an Iowa lineman that went in the first round. You're right. They, that's like the kind of shit they pump out. It's like Wisconsin pumps out running backs, and yeah. Iowa pumps out offensive linemen. Uh, I can't even think of it. Wisconsin, that's all they do. Running backs, offensive here. I'll, I'll look it up, go into the next pick, and see if I can find it. San Francisco from the Buccaneers, they, Javon Kinlaw. Defense tackle South Carolina, nasty beast. Uh, South, were, Ca- South Carolina has some good talent come out of the last couple of years. Uh, there were a couple of good interior rushes this year. Normally, when you're picking defensive tackle, you're picking somebody who, yeah. But uh, what's his name? Donald. Aaron Donald changing the. Uh, yeah, he changed what people are looking for in that position. Uh, he comes uh, South Carolina, like I say, uh, had to make this pick because they lost the Forrest Buckner. Such a great uh, – I from a bigger picture, it's, I think San Fran sees the bigger picture. Yeah. Because they got Jimmy for a second-round pick. If you could use a second-round pick for a franchise quarterback, like, do it tomorrow. Yeah. And then uh, they, they picked really smart at the running back position. Like, they yeah. signed what's-his-name, and he's been injured forever. Uh, McKinnon. No. Oh, Jared McKinnon. They signed McKinnon. McKinnon gets injured, and everybody's like, oh, shit, it's not going to work. And then, like, they pull people off the street. Like, Mostert's bad as a motherfucker. Mostert. And um, the guy from go the Falcons of, is yeah. good. Yeah, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, they let go of Breeder, so. Uh, and then they pay a fullback. Juicy, yeah. Almost as much as they pay a running back because they understand it's important to their rushing scheme. Yeah. Like, and they also, also he makes back. a huge difference. Yeah, he catches the ball, he can block, he can run the ball, you need him it's to. Like a utility knife yeah. for the offense. But I, I, I thought that was a great pick. You know, you're you replace you replacing somebody you, uh, you lost at a cheaper price. Hey. It's uh, Robert Gallery. That's the guy I was trying to think of. He's an okay. Iowa lineman. All the tats and the big ass beard, looking yeah. like a wizard on, like, like he just like, <laughs> like he showed Hagrid. up at Harry Potter's yeah. doorstep and was like, 
You old Rizzit, Harry. You're a Raider, Harry. <laughs> oh, man. Next pick the most. The pick I hated the most in this draft. Oh, really? The 15 Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Judy. Whoops. Alabama. After uh, Oakland whiffed on their pick at 12 with Henry Ruggs. I was like, we have a chance to get Judy. And I was oh, like, there's no way in the world. I say, I know San Francisco ain't going to No, you do. don't. <laughs> I'm like, Denver. I was like, Denver has Sutton. They got Phil Lindsay. They probably will offer. I was like, there you go, offensive line right here. So when I went back and looked at my phone, I seen we got CD Lane. I was like, what the fuck? I looked up. Uh, Cold blooded. There's no way he should have made it 15. In a normal draft. Neither one of them should have made it that. In a normal draft, he would have gone top ten. Jerry Judy is that quality of receiver, and we got him without having to make a trade. I just <sighs> trying not to get erect on the podcast right now, but <laughs> it might happen. Uh, best route runner in this draft, hands down. Yeah, best receiver, probably he was not probably he is the best receiver in this draft. I think it's close with him and Lamb. I think you're going to be very happy with your pick. But I think just because like Jerry Drew, you can he's ready. Like you go you can put him in the slot. You can put him on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh it's a lot of stuff they're gonna be able to do with him. You know, it all you know, it will all depend on how Drew Locke is gonna perform this year, which I think he Don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Drew's gonna be so cold, I can't wait for everybody to see it. I mean people weren't paying attention, but the Texans were pretty good last year. Like they were yeah. competing for a playoff spot, and we walked in with a team that had lost like seven of its eight last game. Waxed Texans. We, he threw three touchdown passes in the first half. Yeah, I mean it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Oh, uh, John Elway has done a good job in the draft last couple of years. Yes. Now that I was actually starting to feel like maybe we needed a new GM, and I love Elway. I mean, he's my favorite quarterback of all time, but. Yeah, he's gotten away from that quarterback, he, taking all on quarterbacks. He had whiffed around. like four years in a row, and I was like, all right, something got to give, and yeah. something did give, because he's snapped on the last couple drafts, getting Bradley Chubb Love and Phillip Lindsay, Lindsay. Cortland what, Sutton. Was it, I thought Phillip Lindsay was undrafted. No, yeah, I think he was the seventh round. He oh, might have been undrafted, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, Either way, they they made that acquisition, yeah, like he's move. the talent guy. I think it was a good move. They got a tight end, no offense. Uh, they just got work on offensive line. Defense is still there. They look. Chris Harris went to Kansas, Kansas City, right? Yeah, they drafted somebody in the third round, I believe, who's a cornerback. So they, they're still investing in the position. We'll, we'll be all right. Okay. All right. So next pick, uh, I I heard I seen a lot of stuff on this pick right mm-hmm. here from the Atlanta Falcons. AJ Terrell, cornerback, Clemson. Uh, they didn't have him. They had him ready. Like, I think he might have been top five. I know they had him rated as a second round. I think round. he was up there. He wasn't like, yeah. you know, what they had him rated for like a, Raiders do later in this draft. Like, he wasn't yeah. that level of not ready. Yeah, I think a lot of people had him going second round, yeah. like, and all that. But the Falcons, you know, they let go of Trufant and uh, they needed the cornerback help. So they went and got AJ Terrell. You know, it, it might work out. You know, uh, the know. La- last time we seen him, he was getting torched in a championship game. But I'm saying. L- I mean LSU done it there. Like I said, LSU done it there. A lot of people. Yeah, that being said, LSU had a fucking NFL yeah. roster on offense last year, yeah. so he was still learning. And just uh, I've I've seen some tape on Terrell that makes me think, you know, once he grows yeah. and a couple, of, but you know, when you're picking 18, you would hope that you're picking a guy who's like about to make an impact right away. And I, I'm not sure Terrell's gonna no. be that guy. I mean, the best way to learn is throw, throw him to the fire. I mean, I think Diggs would have been that guy. I'm surprised Diggs went to the second round. 
because we we talked about it earlier but like the fact that he's a great well let's say very good he's not a great Great. defensive back yet but the fact that he's a very good defensive back and he played wide receiver for so long yeah is terrifying because that guy's got ball skills but what yeah but falcons fans do not worry the, the, the trauma of y'all will continue having. Sorry, right. it's gonna be the same yeah. shit that's happened to you for the last two years. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So next pick, uh, my Dallas Cowboys. We went with uh, a lot of people saying one A, one B in this draft with, with these two: C.D. Lamb out of Oklahoma. Not big on Oklahoma receivers. Really not big on Oklahoma receivers. Well, that's because you fucking biased, dog. Well, I'm a Longhorn fan, but I I've never seen. I mean, I say Texas never had like a dominant receiver in the league. You know. Uh, what's his name? Who fucking went to the Lions and then uh, ended up falling out of the league? But for, Roy Williams for a second, Roy Williams yeah, was uh, he's mean, a beast. But uh, you know, I'm not really big on Oklahoma receivers because I maybe like the best one I've seen, what, Sterling Shepard. I mean, don't think about it that way. Like, yeah, I think this guy is so talented that he's like Cam. What yeah. was the, what was the last Auburn quarterback that was the best guy ever before Cam showed up? Jason Campbell. Who? Jason Campbell. Who? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, when it comes to guys who are this talented, you can't think about it like the program yeah. they come from. You guys got really – I mean, you didn't need a receiver. No, the reason one. they picked him because yeah. you just can't pass on this level of talent. Yeah. Further than halfway through the draft. Like, 16 was halfway point. You yeah. passed that, and you're picking a guy who could have gone top 10. Should have went top 10. Yeah. Just the way the draft all the woods is just what teams needed. But I, we'll see. You know, we y'all got, have my favorite draft of the entire thing, and I love the Broncos draft. But I think the Cowboys, because you, like I was talking about, where you can't whiff on your first pick, your second pick is important too. And they nailed number one and number two. Yeah, and uh, I, we'll, we shall see. You know, uh, I want to see how it's going because I think they say he probably fifty percent of his snaps in the slot at Oklahoma last yeah, he year. Can, he could play it. Yeah, he could play it. I yeah. think either him or Gallup, either one, because Gallup's talented enough to work the slot too. Yeah. I, I like Gallup on the outside, though, because he get behind defenses a lot. He do. C.D. Lamb, I think C.D. Lamb probably the stronger receiver. But the funny thing is, everybody, all three of your receivers, who I all think are stars, all three of them, which, congrats, by the way, you have three receivers who are fucking beasts. Yeah. But I think all three of them can get behind the defense, to be honest. And uh, if some, for, for, uh, well, I understand why Dak probably wouldn't want to sign a contract, sign that tender franchise tag. You got Andy, you know, we have Andy Dalton as a backup. I don't know if it's him or the Cowboys, because I've heard he's asking for some pretty ridiculous numbers. Like I don't know. I just think the Cowboys don't want to pay. Tom Brady ruined it for everybody taking discounts yeah. for years. Well, it's not even that. Like, Dak is a top 10 quarterback, but he's not a top 5 quarterback. And from, But when you get, when, when quarterbacks become available, they get paid top 5, even if they're not top 5, yeah. just because you can't let a quarterback walk away. Jerry Goff. Correct. Oh my wins. god. Was that dude like maybe eighteenth best in the league top? <laughs> uh Ryan Tannehill got one hundred twenty million yeah, dollars. Yeah. So I mean that that's the issue right now is if he's really asking for, you know, thirty five, thirty six million a year, I see where the Cowboys are like, Listen, dude, you're good, but like we need to build a team. We can't pay you like you're fucking they Patrick paid Tony Mahomes. Romo when they were winning though. Tony Romo wasn't winning when he got paid. He wasn't winning, but there's a reason Tony Romo's the best announcer that ever. Shown <laughs> He's even getting paid now. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a fucking baller back in the day. Tony yeah. Romo was good. Well, I, Tony Romo's better than Dak Prescott. Do not get it twisted. Oh no, I tell you, I, I like, I, I like, I like Dak. I mean, for what for what he does, he he exceeded all expectations of being a fourth round pick. I wanted him, uh, when I did a mock uh, the year that he got uh, drafted. I had him going to the Broncos in the third round. The hell. 
I think that's when he got picked by the Cowboys, huh? Somewhere around there. Fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had him going to Denver in the third. How good would that fucking look right now, huh? <laughs> but uh, uh, Andy Dalton as a backup or uh, starter, however it ends up. Uh, I I really. Uh, if I were Dak, I'd hold out. Yeah. If I, if I were Dak, I wouldn't play. I'd be like, oh, cool. You want to do that? I'm still gonna get paid next year. I don't have to play right now. I already got millions. I'm gonna chill right here and just. Yeah, well, then you know, then you know, his brother just passed away, so you know, right now it's probably not. That's the last thing on his mind. Worry about a contract situation. I think uh, relating to the last dance, like it, it, he's on some Scotty Pippen shit right now, where they're like, he's like, hey man, like y'all gotta pay me. I've been balling. Well, this guy, he years. he shouldn't have signed no seven year contract. Correct. But but I, I do. I, I mean, I understand. I mean, me, I'm always for the I'm always for the for the person getting their money. Like yeah. He outplayed that. He outplayed that rookie contract. He, I actually see both sides. I see where from I, his side, where he's like, "Pay me because I am good and, and I, good quarterbacks get paid." And I see what and Dallas want to save. The Cowboys side, where they're like, "Yeah, but like you're to pay as much as I need to pay you. You need to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and you're not one of the best quarterbacks in the league." Well, I tell you, I tell you what. Once Mahomes and Watt, well, I don't think I, me probably I think Watson, Watson time in Houston probably up, but uh, you think so? he don't want to play there no more. I mean, I wouldn't. No, you, well, you got tra- you traded who? You got co- you we'll, traded who? We'll get into that another time because Bill <laughs> O'Brien is. I feel like he's been tripping. He never wanted Deshaun Watson. Did you hear he thing. compared him to Aaron Hernandez? Oh yeah, when I, he brought him in the office. Yeah, are you fucking shitty? Aaron Hernandez is a murderer. Hopkins has been a good person since yeah. day one in the NFL. Yeah, I, I don't like like. After that, like I already went and sold on Bill O'Brien because I always yeah. thought he was trying to sabotage Sean Watson with the moves they made. I'm a fucking Cardinals fan now. <laughs> they got Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins are going to play on the same team. Christian Just Kirk. Think about that for two seconds. And they got a good Kenyon Drake, Christian Kirk. They got a nice little squad next year. But to move on uh, to Miami from Pittsburgh, they got Austin Jackson, offensive lineman, USC. Another offensive, another offensive tackle. Another really good one too. He's yeah. Uh, watch his film. He's he's young. He's like he, he's like I think he just turned twenty. So like, but he he he's got that uh, recovery. I guess is what I guess you call it. Because when he gets initially beat, yeah, when you're an offensive lineman, especially on the tackle position, you do quote unquote get beat sometimes. But can you like when he starts to get past you, like push off so that the quarterback can swing to his right and On then you pushed him just enough to make him go past the quarterback. And he's, I can see that in him. Yeah. And plus you're going to need that for two. Cause <laughs> we don't even know if that boy is healthy. Yeah. yeah. All right. But, yeah, but I mean, other than that, it's, it's just a good pick by Miami that they, they need offensive line and they, they got one. So good for you. Oh. Um, in El Vegas. Oh yeah, so here's the other crazy ass uh, Raiders <laughs> pick. So at number nineteen, they take Damon Arnett, and we were watching something earlier. Is that he was the eighth, eighth ranked? Rated. Or that's what they had him on. That's what ESPN had him on day yeah. board. Eighth ranked cornerback. But uh, John Gruden sees something that we don't. Him and Mike Mayock see something we don't see. So here's the thing: I feel like they are so arrogant at this point. They feel like they can pick anybody. That they, yeah, they don't want to draft people who should be drafted at those positions. They want to find the guy that nobody knew about. That's what they were doing with Cleveland Farrell. Like, Josh Allen got 12 sacks or something last year as a rookie, and that dude was on the board. Everybody knew Josh Allen was the best pass rusher on the board, and they took fucking Cleveland Farrell? <laughs> like, why are they trying to outthink everybody? Just pick the good players. Pick the best player available. <laughs> if, if, if the guy that you got... I mean, if I was a GM, I'm like, okay, if I want this guy and they get picked, and either I'm either going to trade down to get the player I want, but I'm not... 
Because yeah. all it is a dead They could have got this guy in the second round. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to trade down and maybe pick him at the end of the, end of the first round or wait till the next day, make yeah. a move. But You know, that's a good point. That's not... So, like, none of us fucking know. Like, I'm yeah. talking about I wanted Dwayne Haskins instead of what we got that year, which yeah. was a whole haul. So, like, we don't really know whether these people are good or not. But, like, yep. it's all about the, the draft capital. It's what did you give up and what did you use with your pick. And this guy would have been there in the second round. He would have been there. So, you used a first-round pick. Maybe even the third round. I used first-round pick on a guy you could have gotten. They must have been picking early in the second, right? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to look at the second round right now. Was it VEG? They must have traded. Maybe that's why they did it, because I don't see any uh, Las Vegas picks in the second round. Yeah, that's probably why they made that trade. All right, so that makes a little more sense, actually. I didn't know that. So if they didn't pick in the second round. Well, that's okay. You could have just traded down to the second round. I would have traded. Well, there you go. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> well, I mean, I heard a lot of teams weren't trying to trade up, because like I was saying. It wasn't the, nobody. The nerds are in the front office now, so they realize that giving up draft capital just to move up. It's not just, just wait yeah. for the players that are coming to you. Uh, twenty Jacksonville from the Los Angeles Rams. They got Kalevon Chason LSU outside linebacker. Since he's going to Jacksonville, they're running a four or three. So he's probably going to move to being a uh, hands on the ground defensive lineman. Uh, and Gakwe hasn't left yet, right? No, so, but he wants to leave. Yeah, and they'll probably end up moving him because yeah. that's what they've done with they, everyone. Yeah, they rebuilding. They rebuilding that defense because they got rid of Ramsey, traded Calais Campbell. The thing is, I, I was talking about Josh Allen. They because the Raiders are dumbasses, Josh Allen fell to the Jaguars. He's a really good pass rusher, and now you pick Chase on. You put them. You can you can let go of Ngakwe because you already have two yep. like cornerstone blue chip rushers on both yep. sides now. Yep. And then you still got you still got what Miles Jack, uh, Tim DJ Chark is cold as a motherfucker. I mean, they got some talent down there in, uh, in Jacksonville. It's, it's gonna be. I mean, I would be personal. I would try to. It's hard to find somebody that can get to the quarterback. Uh, you, if you got to pay Ngakwe, you just got to pay him. <laughs> but, I mean, if the relationship is yeah. destroyed, which, who was the executive? He was the coach of the Giants when they won their Super Bowls versus uh, the Patriots. Tom Coughlin. Yeah, so apparently Coughlin and his crew, like, the relationship got really rough with everybody. They were rubbing everyone the well, way. He, he run that old, that old school, like, be here. If you're five minutes early, you're late. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's very strict, and you know, you're a grown man, you know. I'm making millions, dog. How are you talking to me like that? Like, I'm a man just like you, but, yep. I mean, I, he wants to go. They, you know, they had a good run. That that team had a good run for him. It could have beat the Patriots that year. It was close. They should have. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. All right. <laughs> I did win. I did win, like, $25 off of them in that okay. Pittsburgh game. Um, So, 21, Philly. Uh, it was a pick I didn't get. I actually texted people when it happened. I was like, what the fuck are they thinking? Justin Jefferson's still on the board. Yeah. But we were watching the film earlier. I, I, I kind of get it. Watching the film, this guy looks talented. They didn't have no deep threat last year. Their receivers, their receivers were trash. What they had out there. They had the pet the squad quarterback out there playing receiver. <laughs> if Deshaun Jackson actually can stay healthy, I mean, we saw with Tampa just a year and a half ago that that dude still got it. Like that dude, Oh, he can see still running 4-4 yeah. at least. Still running for a full uh, But you can't depend on his health, and that's where I think yeah. this pick comes in. Is they were like, they want that kind of player, but they can't depend on Deshaun to be healthy, so they picked a younger guy. I like the pick. Uh, they needed a receiver, period. They needed, yeah, at that point. I would have uh, gone with Jefferson or Higgins, but like they got a receiver, so. 
Tyreek Hill, he he ruined it. Like he really <laughs> because like these receivers that I beat that I the see they picked this year. Like beside outside of Judy and CD Lamb, they're picking shorter receivers, but with their explosive ability. Yeah, I mean everybody can't see Tyreek Hill. Like I said, I Tyreek might be wrong. A different cat. Yes, he was on. I think he was either. 14 or 13 on my top 20 fantasy players and my point was that yes everyone knows him as the speedy receiver but if you watch the film he's developing that's not what it's all about yeah he fights for the ball he gets positioned you know it's it's like a you remember baron davis back when he was playing for the warriors yeah and he was uh he was defending dirk Nowitzki. he just had a more solid base than dirk even though dirk was seven foot yeah he had a more solid base and he was athletic and like tyreek hill's built like a motherfucking brick shit house. Yeah. Like, that dude is all muscle from top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand the pick. They need a receiver, but right there, you got Justin Jefferson still on the board. You got T. Higgins and... Pittman. Pitt, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't pick Pittman. I mean, I wouldn't. Chenault. Chenault. Yeah, Chenault. Uh, and A. I mean, it was a bunch of other uh, receivers. Ayuk, like, I, I didn't get a chance to watch him. I didn't watch Jalen Rager from what I seen on there. He, he looks... Looks like he's gonna be all right, but that's where I said I'm, I'm not a professional. So, but yeah, I'm not a I scout. Did, the tape I did fucking see, like we were watching, and we were like, okay, all right, yeah. But you know, the next pick, Minnesota from the Bills, Justin Jefferson, LSU. I like this pick. They replaced Stephon Diggs. You got Thielen still. You got Kyle Rudolph, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, uh, Addison, the backup running back. Yep. You still have a good, you know, minus uh. Uh, who left? Everson Griffin. They lost Xavier Rhodes, but still, still got Daniel Hunter. Though. Still got Daniel Hunter. <laughs> you still have a pretty solid defense. Though. They still got that linebacker. He core. was number nine on my top ten uh, pass rushers that I'm doing right now. So like, they feel the need. You know, have a solid offensive line, good quarterback. Uh, it's another bigger picture thing. Like I was yeah. talking about San Francisco. Um, they just they replay. They just feel the need they had. They got rid of Diggs. I talked about it already. I didn't like the way he was acting. I do like him as a receiver, but I didn't like the way he was acting. So you get rid of him. You get Justin Jefferson, who might as well be his fucking clone. Like, he's ath- as athletic as Diggs. He might not he's be as fast. Receiver. I think he might be. From what I've seen from Justin Jefferson, that dude doesn't have limitations athletically. Yeah. Was that him or somebody? Jamal Chase? I'm trying to think he was him or Jamal Chase. They, it might be Jefferson that got that extra gear. Yeah, well, I think you're thinking of Chase because during the championship game, he kept burning. Uh, he, he, AJ old, Terrell. Yeah, Terrell, yeah. But one of them had like an extra burst with that. Cause I, I watched the Texas game. And one of them had like a burst. Like, it's like that Odell gear. It's like you mm-hmm. got your top end speed, then it's like Odell, Tyree had like another gear. Jefferson just seemed like he had a middle gear that he could always access, yeah. especially in the slot, that would get him two yards of separation no matter yeah. what the play was. He always was open by a couple yards and that kind of guy. You just can't stop that. There's no way because the linebackers aren't going to be, yep. be able to keep up with him in there. I, I like that pick for Minnesota. You know, uh, just and another they got a slew of picks for Diggs. Yeah, they got like they got like three or four picks, and they got a dude in Justin Jefferson who's might as well be Diggs. A bigger, a bigger version of Diggs. Yeah, but I think that was a great offseason getting rid of him and getting Jefferson with extra picks to reload your team. Yeah, I, I like the pick. Uh. You know, uh, we shall see. Uh, that Minnesota team is just like it's it's like they missing something. It's like 
It's like they right there. Well, if they played the Saints every week, uh, they'd be doing great. <laughs> For whatever reason, they just ripped the Saints' hearts right out of their chest. That's the second time, too. It's it just... It's just something that they missed. Who did they lose to in the playoffs San last year? San Francisco? They just ran into... A bullsaw. Yeah. San Francisco was on some other shit last year. It just... It's, it just... feel like it's just something that they missing. I just don't know what it if is. If I had to put my finger on it, it would be the quarterback. So, I, I do like Cousins, and he's he puts up stats and stuff, but he's not a... A winner. Michael Jordan type, yeah. like, where that killer instinct, he doesn't have it. Yeah, but it's uh, how San Francisco waxed them, and San Francisco is beating Kansas City. But like Patty Mahomes is a different motherfucker. Yeah, he pulls that Jordan shit out where he's like, "Nah, we're not losing this game," and throws that fourth down pass for like twenty yards. Yeah, I, yeah, I like I, I like that pick it, for Minnesota. It just it just seems like just something missing over there. <laughs> but uh, that misses something. But we shall see. Kurt might be Kurt, might be wrong. We'll find out. I just think with Gary Kubiak, the way he's transformed that offensive line, like he always fucking does. I don't know why yeah. he ever <laughs> um, that that they're not they're not missing anything, especially rushing the ball, and they have great receivers. So at some point, you have to be like, all right, it's Kirk. Like, yeah, I like him, but at the end of the day, if y'all ain't winning championships, you have a championship roster. I'm just trying to tell you. Yeah, but but to move on from them, good luck to Justin Jefferson and Minnesota. Great pickup for them. Uh, Los Angeles from the New England Patriots. They got Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. Uh, Top two linebacker prospects, him and Isaiah. Yeah. I, Queen was in there, but yeah. most, most people had Murray over Queen. I like but Murray. Murray's more, he was a pass rusher at Oklahoma, right? He's a big guy. Like He's yeah. he's not going to be a pass coverage guy for sure. I thought he was a pass. I thought he was like the offense. I thought he was like an outside pass rusher linebacker. Exactly. He, yeah. He's he's more about like getting downfield and yeah. tackling. He's not gonna drop back and you know. Yeah. I, I like this pick for like I mean, like like we said earlier, like Los Angeles, all that only thing they really need was a quarterback. That defense is already good. So yeah. if you can add more pieces to it, then just people are gonna have a lot because they already got Ingram and Bosa, uh-huh. and you add Murray and just like at some point, with James, it's, you got it's just too fucking much. Yeah. <laughs> I would have went be I would have went cornerback here if I was Chargers. But, they, uh, yeah, they do need it for sure. Yeah, and then Diggs was still on the board, and they could have had Diggs. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's weird that he fell all the way to the second round. I'm trying to tell you, y'all had such a good draft because CD never should have made it to 17. And the fact y'all got Diggs in the second round is absurd. <laughs> um, New Orleans on 24 throws everybody for a curve and picks the only center, and they already have a center. She saw Bruce. Well, there's been talks about they them letting him go. Who's that? Uh, the starting center for the Saints. They just signed him last year. What are you talking about? That's yeah. That's what yeah. That's what the reports were. They was because you about, you still got to pay him. Why would they let yeah. him go? I don't know. That that's why I had seen it. It's like talking about moving on from yeah. him. Well, the oh no, it might have been the guard. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. So from what I hear, their their current center would be able to move to guard and then yeah, they put oh, Ruiz okay, all right. or or ifso facto either one of them. But yeah, it might have been the guard. One of the guards. Ruiz was by far the most highly touted interior lineman of the entire draft. So you know you're you're towards the back of the and think about what New Orleans has been doing for the last three years is just having an offensive line that people can't handle. So yeah, fuck it, just keep doing that. Yeah, might as well. Uh, that's a good pick for the Saints. Uh, you know, well, I think that comes from what San Francisco and how Minnesota was able to affect them, their offense last year yep. by getting pressure up the middle and getting Drew Brees off his spots. So Ruiz is a beast. So let's go ahead and address it. 
San Francisco from the Vikings added another weapon that they can use. Brendan Ayuk from Arizona State. I didn't really get to see him much because he, he plays on the West Coast. Yeah. So by the time I catch the game, when I get off, I'm like, he was my fourth highest rated. So it went uh, Lamb and Judy. It doesn't matter. Pick one of the two of them, and then uh, Justin Jefferson is my third, and then Ayuk was my my fourth. Good pick. Just another weapon to throw in that Kyle Shanahan offense. He reminds me of Gallup. He's got that like. He doesn't look tall, but I think he's over six foot. Um, he doesn't look tall or especially big, but he definitely looks muscular, and he's got these fucking hands, man. You can just see it when you're watching film, because especially Arizona State, they got that dark red, and yeah. then they have yellow gloves, and it looks like the dude's wearing motherfucking, you know, uh, basketball gloves, like, <laughs> or not but baseball gloves, and he's just got that. So no matter what, if you if you throw him the ball, even if he can't get separation, he could just reach up and do it one hand style and like move the guy off. So I, okay. I think he's gonna be a really good pick. Plus that that Kyle Shanahan is an offensive genius. He, he might have fucked up that Super Bowl without running the ball at the end, but oops. <laughs> but uh, just another weapon, you know. It's not the first time he did it. Yeah, Debo Samuel and and uh, was it twenty eight to three? Yeah. Was that the Patriots, Falcons? I, I, I understand why they did that because they was going at the end of that game because they was going, they was going with what got them there, Matt Ryan throwing the ball. You never take your foot off the fucking pedal. That yeah. it's not. I'm not talking about the offense. It's the defense. They started playing prevent defense for the whole second oh, half. Oh yeah, yeah. They they was you like gonna let Tom Brady throw the ball. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? You've been sacking him all game. I was like, damn, Brady going out, but hey, Brady was getting his ass whooped that first half. Sure was. Bill Belichick like, okay, we about to just dunk, dink and dunk. These motherfuckers want to attack. Stupid shit. Should have been going after them the same way they were in the first half. But um, uh, the next pick might have been the most interesting pick of the first half. I would say controversial. I wouldn't even say interesting at this point. It's all people are talking about. Uh, Green Bay from the Texans through the Dolphins. Jordan Love, Utah State. Uh, the comparison Woof. for this guy. I think we disagree on this one, too, because we were talking about it earlier and you liked it, right? I like this pick. I, I like don't. this pick. I'm, uh, I think you probably you could have got him in a in the second or third. I probably thought he, if he would have fell to the second round, I think they probably could have moved up and got him. Uh, they did need some kind of playmaker for the Aaron Rodgers outside of Devontae Adams at this point. Aaron Rodgers threw one touchdown pass to a first rounder. And that was last year in the Mercedes Lewis. Since his entire start of his career. Yeah, I me personally, I, I like the pick. I wanted to pick him here because I thought he would have fit. I thought he was going second round. I didn't see him get picked earlier. Yeah. I thought the Patriots was going to pick him for sure, but when they traded out the first round, like mm. a lot of people talk receiver at this spot, but I would have gone Cole Komet. When's the last time uh, Breeze had like a top of the line tight end? So Cole is he's a big motherfucker. He knows how to catch balls. He's yeah. a great pass blocker. So you would get that wide tight end that that you need. Who could catch balls like Jimmy Graham was doing, but also run block for Aaron Jones. And like you, you've solved so many problems on your yeah. offense. It's not about the fact that they didn't pick a receiver. It's about the fact they didn't pick a skill player. They that didn't help. pick anybody to help him. And like, he's going to still be Aaron Rodgers for the next three years. I don't see him dropping off. Yeah. I, I, so you were, yeah. you were in position to be in the Super Bowl last year and you pick a fucking quarterback when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Like I said, I, I like the pick. I wouldn't have picked him here. I thought you could have went somewhere else at that pick, but at, uh, I think maybe if not next all season, the year after that, 
they'll move on, they'll trade him. Somebody will take Aaron Rodgers. So the, I mean, it's just internet topics, and the internet thought Kim Jong Il was dead. So you know, take it from with a giant, salt, yeah. a boulder piece of salt. Um, <laughs> but the the rumors that are coming out now is that this was not a pick just to invest in the future. This was a message. This was Lafleur saying, "This is my we, team now. We ain't taking your shit." Yeah, because he drafted a running back, he drafted run blocking offensive lineman, and a quarterback. So Lafleur is saying, "I will build an offense. You have been the offense for the last eight years. Yeah, I don't fucking need you, dog." But I disagree because if you're on the edge of winning a fucking championship, stop playing around. It's like the last dance. Like, why are we talking about trading Pippen? Why are we talking about not resigning Phil Jackson? Like, we already are winning rings. Why are we until somebody takes the ring from us? Yeah. Keep going. That's what I feel. I felt like like we didn't get a chance. Like we seen Miami. We seen Miami get taken down. We seen the Golden State. What well, injuries took down their dynasty? Yeah. But, uh, we seen the the Spurs dynasty. In we've seen like a lot of the, the Lakers dynasty. We have seen a lot of dynasties fall. We never got a chance to see that dynasty fall. Yeah, should have been. Cause that would have been interesting watching them play the Spurs in For that sure. next year. But but like you say, like. Bad LaFleur, like, he's like, we tired, Aaron is like this, if you don't like what's going on, we can always. Well, and Aaron rubs people the wrong way, and I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is a pretty big douchebag. From everything I've heard from ex-teammates. Yeah. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Like, rings are more, that's the same thing. We were talking about with Kobe, we were talking about Jordan, like, they assholes. Yeah. But rings are rings, motherfucker. Like, this is what it's all about. So never, ever put your team when you are just on the cusp of getting to that point never make decisions that pull you back Back. from that even if it even if it will benefit you five years from now if it stops you from winning next year then what the fuck are you doing it's all about the rings i think he's trying to build san francisco 2.0 in green bay yeah i could see that for sure they won't run the ball. They don't got a def- They don't have a defense like San Francisco do. Well, they, they had pretty good defense last year. So I'm, while doing my top ten pass rushers uh, research, uh, Xavier Smith and uh, who's the Preston other guy? Smith and Preston Smith were both in the top ten in sacks yeah. last year. But uh, and I like the I like the way they picked in the secondary last year. They got some really good pieces in that secondary. Oh, what's the guy? Uh, Jair Alexander. I really, yeah. I love that pick last year. That guy's a baller. I love that pick. All right, twenty-seven, Seattle. Yeah, Jordan Brooks. I, don't, I honestly don't know much about him, but when I was watching a little bit of film based off of uh, you know just during the draft and stuff, he, he looked like a prototypical Seattle linebacker, linebacker. sideline yeah. to sideline. Yeah, <laughs> to go with uh, Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright. It's what they do. Yep. And this, so it's an, it's kind of like the running back position. So the hit rate is super high on linebackers in the first round. Like yeah. most linebackers who get drafted in the first round end up being really good fucking linebackers. But that's part of the issue is that you can you can draft these guys later because there's so many good ones. Yeah. But it's, my philosophy has always been like if you know you're gonna hit on your first round pick, then just take they, it. Yeah. I think the last linebacker I seen in the first round that really ain't do shit probably was Aaron Curry. Yeah, I don't even know who the fuck he that is. He used to play so for yeah. Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> he was like a top he was like a top three pick. They was like he's a, he's a can't miss pick. Now can we just jump right to Baltimore? Because yeah, the, only problem, ahead, the yeah. only problem I have with the pick is I would have taken Queen. He would fit what Seattle does. Like yeah, that guy's edge to edge. He's nasty when he hits, and he's fast enough to, you know, cover a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think maybe because they say like maybe maybe because they feel like 
Bobby, they, you know, him and Bobby Wagner, you can, like, those two are comparable, like, size-wise, skills-wise. Yeah. He, he looks like Bobby Wagner, yeah, actually. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they maybe feel like, hey, look, we still got Bobby. Bobby still got years left. What the fuck are you talking about? You mean I can have two Bobby Wagners instead yeah. of one? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that all day. <laughs> yeah, they probably just felt like Brooks probably would have been a better fit on their defense right yeah. now because maybe, maybe they're willing to play McQueen. Uh, what's his name? McQueen? Like I said, I didn't see enough film to really know whether or not, but I saw enough of Queen to be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. It's all about fit though. Maybe he just he probably just did fit what they wanted to do. I hate drafting for fit though. Like take talent, and that's what's starting to happen. Like Isaiah Simmons back in the day would have fallen to like the end of the first round because they, they wouldn't because they don't know what he's gonna play. Yeah, who gives a fuck what he plays? He's going to be out there making plays. plays this period. Yeah. yeah, it's like that was like hunting badge. They was like, do we put him at safety or uh, nickel cornerback? But. That's like the erosion of the center position in the NBA is because people realized a, a giant dude who can't move is a huge liability on defense. Yeah, unless he's Shaq. Yeah, well, and that was different. Yeah. Because <laughs> you couldn't move that dude, so like... Yeah. He would have trouble on defense these days, though. Like, Oh, yeah, 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 because he, he had to go all pick and roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder why people didn't think about that putting it... Well, he was more athletic back then than towards the end. Until his Laker days. But he actually put all that weight on. People say that he got heavy because he didn't care. But, like, he intentionally put all that weight on. Because back in that day, like, people were throwing fists. People weren't... Oh, yeah, they was hurting him. Yeah. They was hurting him. He wanted to, like Jordan said, I want to dish out punishment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Tennessee Titans, uh, Isaiah Wilson... I don't know either of the next people. Like you might have to just solo that one. <laughs> I don't fucking know either of these guys. I, I, Isaiah Wilson or yeah, I'm, how do you even say that? I'm not gonna try to pronounce it. I'm I'm just gonna say no cornerback <laughs> from Auburn. Which is actually that was the funny part about uh, Miami's draft. I've seen a bunch of memes because like oh they're the names they yeah, drafted. Chubutagabaloa <laughs> and then hey, whatever the fuck this guy's yeah, name is. I, I, but uh, Isaiah Wilson, Wilson uh, I'm guessing he played – well, since he played at Georgia, I know he's probably a good run-blocking lineman. Seems like, yeah, that's so, what we would come out of there. Uh, we figured that they're going to do the same thing. If I was Derrick Henry, I wouldn't show up to count. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'll pay me. I carried you to AFC. I, mean, I was about to say, I'm the whole offense. I don't know who yeah, you're talking I mean, to, dog. But you, like. gave, you, you, gave this, you gave this clown money, but you ain't going to give me money? But I, I but thinking business-wise, I – I understand you why don't pay, you don't pay running you backs. You don't pay running backs. You don't tire girly fucked it up for everybody. <laughs> and that's because you can just draft a new one in the third round every you, third year, you and get most an of them will be super talented. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get an undrafted rookie unless a motherfucker just got serious. Because they got a bunch of motherfuckers who got fumbling problems at starting running yeah. backs. But if unless he just have a serious problem, honestly, even people like Barkley, like he's generation talent still. I'll take a receiver. Like, I'll take a quarterback. I'll take an offensive lineman. Like, yeah. running backs are so replaceable. But I think Saquon's smart because I see him ride a bounce a lot. Ride a bounce, they're taking a big hit. Yeah. So I, I think, I think he'll, I think he can get a good nine, like Barry Sounds. He can get a good nine, ten. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even dispute that. I'm just saying yeah. it's. I think. Will he I, get paid when it's time for him to get paid? Though? Oh yeah. You think so? Oh yeah. He gonna get paid. No, well, unless he gets hurt again, then then that's a, an issue. But if he stays healthy, that that's yeah. gonna he's gonna be the highest paid running back of all time. Oh, also David Johnson fucked it up for everybody too. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if he my, bounces back this year, then you know. I just I I just don't I hate to I, I don't 
don't like what the Texans are. We doing. can do a whole thirty minutes on what the oh, fuck happened over God. in Houston. Just because you don't like a <laughs> fucking player, don't mean you go trade him. He's the, arguably the greatest receiver in the entire NFL. Oh, man. like Michael Thomas is that guy, but like Michael Hopkins and Hopkins and Thomas, like Hopkins is a different dude. I'm going Hopkins. I Tom, if it because you watch, I said like he just run the same route. He be open, but. Yeah. Michael Thomas is the best receiver since Randy Moss retired. I don't think he's better than D Hop. D Hop or Julio? Michael Thomas. Michael, I, I gotta go. I, I'm gonna go with D Hop. How you gonna go against the dude who just broke uh, fucking Marvin Harrison's record? You know how long Marvin Harrison's record was up there? I know, but still, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with D Hop. I mean, when you when you got force feed, <laughs> when you the only option yeah, on the I mean, team. I mean, no. So think about it this way, though: the defense knows that they're going to you every time, and he still catches all them balls. Yeah, but st- I don't know. To me, I go D Hop or, uh, but that it help him winning the playoffs. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't go against Hop. I love Hop. Hop's my favorite receiver in the NFL because his specialty isn't getting open. His specialty is fucking elbowing you in the stomach while the ref's not looking and grabbing the ball one handed, and then. You know, scooping it down with three people around him, like <laughs> that dude fights in the trenches. Like he was that guy in World War Two, pops up with a shotgun with a fucking bayonet on the end yeah. of it, and, like empties the clip and then stabs the guy in the face. Like Hopkins, a bad motherfucker. Oh man, I don't him or Julio, man, because Julio just he does everything. Julio's a freak. Julio's not human, so that yeah, that's he, an issue. Yeah, for he, anybody, <laughs> he blocks. He actually want to block. He. Yeah. He can go deep. He can get to intermediate. Right? He take a slant, fucking eighty yards if he wanted to. Julio's an alien. Yeah, uh, to move on. Not a receiver. Somebody lied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miami Dolphins from the Packers pick Noah. Uh, uh, I'm about to butcher his name. Gabina Gabina Gain Gain something. I want to say Yeah, cornerback. Uh, uh, I even try it. His film looked really good. Auburn had a good defense last year. That was a good defense last year. Uh. I hope he has some kind of cause does did they sign back and he's Xavier Howard? I'm trying to think. I, I think they might not have. I think that's why this pick happened. That was a good secondary. That was, it was. A, that was a good secondary. Look at, you know what? I'm gonna look it up. Like keep talking. Yeah, uh, Rashad Jones, they had Rashad Jones, uh that Fitzpatrick. Well that's that's Flores' specialty. He was part yeah. of the creation of that like very secondary based defense and Patriots, but Flores was part uh, part of that. Oh, uh, let's see, Xavier Howard. Oh, Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes. I forgot about him. Nasty little motherfucker. <laughs> that dude was angry for being as short as he was, and he made you pay for it. Yeah, I, that that was a good. That's a good secondary. Uh, still says Miami Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, Xavier Howard. But they just added on to the strength. Strength on strength. Minnesota from Vikings. Oh, Minnesota from like Minnesota from San Francisco. Mm. Jeff Gladney, cornerback TCU. Actually, he was a higher rated cornerback. He was the third cornerback on the board. I was about to say then the then the Raiders fucking picked it. The eighth rated cornerback on the board. Shout out to uh my friend who I told I was about to gonna be on the pod today, Max uh, oh, yeah. Matisse. He's a huge Raiders fan. And I <laughs> I hope he made it to this point because we've been trashing them all podcasts. <laughs> I just wanna let you know your team's a fucking joke. Shout out Matt. <laughs> Oh, but uh, he's the third-rate cornerback. Uh, obviously, probably a need because uh, Xavier Rose is no longer with the team. I think he went to L.A., uh, the Rams, not the yeah. Chargers. Uh, so that was a need. They they filled that need. They got 
they probably got the better cornerback at the end of the first round. So, uh, kudos to the you. Vikings are another one of those bigger picture teams. Yeah, that, that, that can get how you got you got to rotate your roster. So even if somebody's valuable to you, if you have to pay them too much, you just got to move on. You got to let them go. Well, they always say, "Oh, it's better to get rid of a good player two years before the decline comes." Yeah. So, me, I'm just riding out. Me, <laughs> I mean, fucking Cowboys pay motherfucker till they're. 38. I think we still <laughs> fucking paying Tony Romo. Uh, yes. I think, I really think they still paying Tony Romo all that dead money from when it. That's some dumb shit. They've gotten smarter, though. I don't know what happened. They must have changed some front Steven office Jones, personnel. Steven Jones started running the team more yeah. than Jerry. Until they, this draft. Jerry, they've been a lot smarter lately. Yeah, Jerry, like, I'm locking myself in my room doing this draft. <laughs> my room? He was on a motherfucking yacht. You see that? Yeah, I'm, I'm locking myself in my room. My oh, you locking my motherfucking He yard, goes huh? in the middle of the ocean. And I say, <laughs> <laughs> Only Jerry will go in the fucking middle I, of the gold. I'm, I'm in international waters. I can't even call people right now. <laughs> oh, for the final pick of the first round, we conclude our uh, draft review. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champion, select probably me personally, the, the best running back, overall running back prospect mm. in this draft. I'm with you on that one, actually. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he does a little bit of everything. He's a little short. He's like a little Maurice Jones looking motherfucker. Yeah. But he can run the ball. He can catch the ball. Good pass blocker. Uh, I watched I, I watched all most of LSU games. He always stood out and I always wonder why. Why don't they give him the ball more? Mm-hmm. And when because when, when he, he did, good things happen. I like this pick for Kansas City. It solves a problem that they've had at running back since they lost Kareem Hunt. He reminds me of Brian Westbrook. So like People forget how good Westbrook, Brian Westbrook yeah. was. Like, that guy was – because it wasn't just about the fact that he was a great receiver out of the backfield. Like, he ran with a little edge. Like, yeah. Brian Westbrook in the open field was not to be fucked with. Yeah. He could – He could juke out your shoes. He could juke out your shoes, but he could also lower the shoulder yeah. and, like, put a motherfucker on his back. So, I, I yeah. see a lot of that in Clyde Edwards because he's, he's got all of those facets. Now, he's not great between the tackles. That's not what he's going to be doing. He doesn't need to do that. Nah. But, if he could give you eight nine hundred yards this year, this season, if he can give you about eight nine hundred yards rushing, give you about three four hundred yards receiving, he done his job. I'd focus more. I'd switch those numbers. Like, give me five on the ground and give me nine in the air. On some Austin Eckler shit. <laughs> Dude, be like McCaffrey had like a hundred and some catches, like a thousand Bruh. yards. <laughs> so when I did when I did my rankings, it was hilarious how easy uh, it was to put McCaffrey at number one because there was a gap of like. Something stupid. There was a gap of like a hundred points between him and the next and the, and the next best fantasy player who wasn't a quarterback. Because I I think the average is like if you're a really good fantasy player, it was somewhere in like the two fifties or two sixties is your total points. Okay. And McCaffrey was in the mid three hundreds. Yeah. I uh that that was a great pick. And so, uh, that I mean that's not Clyde Edwards is not that guy. Nobody's gonna be McCaffrey. McCaffrey is no. just McCaffrey, but. He has that same sort of uh, a build, except that McCaffrey turned out to be good between the tackles. Tackles. That's what people didn't realize is he could squeeze between the tackles. Tackles. He couldn't do that his first couple of years. No, but goddamn, I don't know what he's taking. Must have been the same thing Adrian Peterson was taking when he came back from an Achilles in like nine months. But goddamn, boy, keep taking it. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a great pick for KC to close out the uh, first round. It's gonna be that's gonna, offense is gonna be tough again next year. Well, that's that's why everyone's squatting up um, in the AFC West. That's why the Broncos went. But I think the back to back receivers won too. But I think the the thing that's gonna separate them this season, because 
it's like some of the players on defense ain't coming back. Chris Jones. Is he not coming? So I was actually, as soon as you started talking about defense Kansas City, I was going to bring Chris Jones up because people don't understand how important he is to that yes. defense. Like, that dude is Von Miller level good. Yes. For a defensive tackle to get that much pressure. <laughs> it's like Aaron Donald shit right That guy's there. scary. And they need that because if he doesn't start creating that pressure, their secondary is not very good. Because I, one or two stops. If you get one or two stops and you can score – which we see him come back from worse, twenty four nothing. Mm-hmm. Houston, Bill O'Brien, BB, <laughs> good old Billy. But uh, we we they have the but I see why every team in that in y'all division drafting offense besides yeah. maybe you know Los Angeles. We were talking about you can't stop it with defense. You just need to be able to keep up. up. And make one or two stops when yeah, and we've got the players on defense that yeah. we can make those stops. And then when people realize that Drew Locke is as good as Patrick Mahomes, then you know, well y'all can, y'all can get pre- <laughs> y'all can really get pressure with just four. Yeah, especially when Chubb's back Ch- out there. We yeah. didn't even play with Chubb last yeah. year. Chubb and Von Miller. I mean, you got them two. You got to keep a running back. I in. think Derek Wolf is gone. That's going to be a loss for us, but it's uh, fine. I mean, you got to keep a you got to keep a running back in the backfield mm-hmm. for that, and or maybe a tight end chip or something. I mean, he's going. This is gonna help out a lot. Uh, great fucking, uh, great fucking pod, man. It's good oh, yeah. uh, sitting down here with you and talking about that draft. I hope we, we gotta make this a regular thing. Oh yeah, man. I'm, I'm here. Oh, uh, your top five drafts. Who had the? Who was your uh, in your top five this year? So, I mean, you guys were number one for me. Um, the Cowboys number one. I think the Vikings did a great job uh, with what they had. Um, San Francisco was once again just like really on top of what they needed and were trading down or yeah. trading up, just making moves based upon what their actual having need that, was. Having that extra draft capital, like you I said. I think my team killed it. I think the Broncos had yeah. a, a I had out, draft. Yeah, I had y'all um, in my top five. Just because of the moves y'all made on offense. Yeah. Who would actually be the fifth? Ball, I put Baltimore. Cause they, 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 yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah they went and got a receiver out of SMU. Uh, that's going to help out. And then they went and got Devin DuVernay from Texas. So you, they got a great defensive tackle in the second round, too, yeah. who was a first-round talent. And, like, they don't even need defensive tackle, but, goddamn, pick, pick the best yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah shit. Uh, they got two receivers, two explosive receivers later on in the draft. It's probably going to help right away. Hell, yeah. And, uh. What you think? Yeah, Cow- well, obviously, you know, I had Baltimore number one. I had Cowboys two. I had Jolly three. Uh. I actually had I actually had Miami four. I think they. Did I was a, just man. We we on the same wavelength because I was going to put an honorable mention in for yeah, Miami. I, I like what they did. They they had a good draft. And I was, uh, number five. That was hard. I mean, honorable mention Cincinnati too. Like yeah, Cincinnati had a good regardless draft. of how you feel about Burrow. Like yeah. if you 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 take the top quarterback yeah. when you go number one and then getting Higgins in the second yeah. round was. I was gonna say the Colts. Pittman was a really good pick. Pittman, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor yeah. Mm-hmm. I, they had some good picks. And they've been drafting good for a couple of years now, yeah. so I trust their, like, fourth, fifth-round pick because they, they've been knocking yeah. out the park. So, uh, I know worst draft probably Green Bay. Uh, I, I still go Raiders. I just don't get what they're doing. Why are they trying to outthink everybody? Just pick good players at your position. Stop trying to be clever. Uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I, I think they did good to help improve because their situation. Uh, I think it's just time for a coaching change over there. And Atlanta, yeah, yeah Atlanta. It, it's, it feels like it's gotten stale. Yeah. Like they still, 
they still got good people in place, but yeah, at he, some point, if it's just yeah. not doing it, Philly, I, I didn't like. Philly. I know, I know you like um, Hurts. I love Hurts. I love that Hurts pick by Philly. I feel like they passing on Jefferson was a big mistake, and then you know, yes, it's important to get that backup quarterback, but like, ugh, I don't know. yeah, that, we should have first see. and second round pick to me were both. Hurts was a good pick there because he was going to go in the second round, so yeah. you have to pick him. I don't think he's a second round talent. I think it's because he's a quarterback yeah. that he went in the second round. So you you overdrafted both of your first round first and second round picks. So you pick somebody who wasn't as talented as the round they went in twice. <laughs> yeah. Well me personally I had uh Hertz as my third best quarterback, but as I knew Burrow I knew Burrow Herbert and two was going first round. Yeah. So I was top like, ten. Yeah, I knew they was gone. No other team really needs a quarterback. Most at this point, you draft for backup. It's weird. There's actually a pretty good dearth of quarterbacks in the NFL. And uh, and Herbert's not even going to start. Tyrod Taylor, he's a starting quarterback. Good yeah. Poor Tyrod, man. He's a good stopgap quarterback. It keeps happening to him. There's the same thing with Josh Allen when Josh Allen got drafted by the Bills. Uh, Tyrod was in place, and then yeah. they got rid of him. Not Tyrod. I was at this point. I go somewhere. Well, he would have been a good fit for Philadelphia this year. As a he would have been a good fit for Washington. I think he would have been great in Washington. With yeah. if especially if guys got healthy again, and then you got Peterson and guys and Taylor yep. moving and McLaren on the he outside. Yeah, he doesn't turn the ball over. He's not like he. He's not like fucking uh, what's that dude name? Nathan Peterman. Oh my God. Who's still getting. Uh, who steals getting backup jobs in the league, and he's a horrible. I court. think that stopped because the the Raiders trying to, another fucking Raiders move uh, that was retarded was them trying to have Peterman compete with Carr at some point. Yeah, he he's a backup somewhere. I forgot what team he's he? on. Okay, he's he's a third string or something. I've heard he's a, I've heard he's like an exceptional teammate. So I mean, if he's smart and he's an exceptional teammate, then that your third string quarterback doesn't actually need to ever play. If he contributes to the team without playing, then that's a valuable I use mean, yeah, of spot. If, if he sees something that, yeah. that you're not seeing on the field and he points it out to you, great, but... It's like Josh McCown been living on that shit for days. Josh McCown's like fucking 40 now and he's still getting backup gigs. But when he when he was called to play, he actually did a pretty good job. Sometimes. We keep fucking digressing. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, man, but uh, it was good to do another Taco Beers and Sports. I think it's been over a year since we did an episode. Get out of here. Yeah, but uh, hey, man, we're going to do this some more, make it a once-a-month thing or something. Hell, yeah. But uh, for third, not third coast podcast, <laughs> I got my podcast confused. Uh, for Taco Beers and Sports. For TBS, T- not on your television. Yeah, t- yeah, nah, yeah. We're not sponsored on this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Taryn, this is Marshall. As always, thank you for joining us, Marshall, or joining me. All right, y'all. Shout out to uh, all of the medical professionals out there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Definitely, like people say it all the time, and it sounds corny, but they literally my heroes. They were already nurses, especially yeah. some of the baddest ass people on the planet. So uh, stay safe, y'all. Yeah, and- stop making commercials. Why don't they just take the money I go and use for the commercials and give it to them? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I heard New York flew like a jet, made it like the blue, the the blue cross, the like the the symbol. Sounds like some dumbass New York shit. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like. Oh, man. But we out of here, y'all. See y'all next time.